I believe you have something of mine. But now I got something of yours. Breaker one, man. I'll be at the Lone Star Motel. What room? seventeen. We had a little incident here last night. The victim was staying in room 17. Which is y'all. Clean off. You pathetic, lonely freak show. You really should get that fixed. Get what fixed? That tail light. Who's the pretty girl? Room 17. Hey there, it's Candy Cane. Who's this? Rusty Nail. I can't believe this is happening. Candy Cane. You can call me Rusty Nail. Yes, yes, y'all, it's going down right now. Episode 239 of the Triple Shots of Moods and Horror podcast is coming at you live and direct with the homie. I call the Mexicant, also known as JP, and back in the house once again, Mr. Parker, also known as Dave. And of course, I be your host, Moves, also known as the Toss Tick Offender. I can't talk. Gia, how's it going, guys? Fuck, whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. Tox dick. You're tox dick. I, I'm now. the tox dick. Okay, I'm fumbling my words, whatever. Tox dick. I've said it that a million you... times. Everybody knows I'm a toxic offender, so fuck whatever. Guys I bet if it. we make Moose feel worse about fucking that last little sentence up, it'll make us restart the show. Oh, man, I'm just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Fucking, I'm doing it. Who gives, I'm doing no, it. No, don't restart it. No. I'm fucking restarting. That's it. He's a fucking perfect. Don't restart it. Who gives a shit? Nah, nobody gives a shit. Nobody listens Dude, to the intro anyways. It sucked when you had those long ass intros that were all like elaborate and pre written, and then like somebody would fuck it up and be like, "Oh, you mean oh, fuck. fuck it up?" God, it was. Oh, me not. Well, I mean that was <laughs> the reason why I stopped doing them. That's why I just I just started talking. I wasn't even doing yes yes y'all. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not doing this shit anymore, man." So <laughs> fuck it. You can interrupt my ass. Fuck it. So oh, dude, I'd be so pissed off. Anybody that's never memorized lines has no fucking idea. It's like oh. you keep fucking fucking up your lines. You're like. Especially in the movies, like, dude, what the fuck? Right, exactly. Because especially wow. if it's a good take. Episode 239, the Joyride Trilogy. Yes, uh, something that we don't really cover a lot on here is like road horror films. Um, it's a subgenre of film that I've always enjoyed. I know JP, you're a big fan of it also. Dave, what, what is your consensus on um, the road horror genre? I mean, there's not that many movies from it, but there's yeah. obviously some ones that stand out, like The Hitcher. But, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, who doesn't like The Hitcher? But right. like, what's very strange is, is there any really franchises of road horror movies except this? This is also no. kind of a the time frame. Of, we don't really, yeah, there's, yeah, there is three of those. <laughs> there is three. We don't really, yeah. we don't cover any movies from this time frame typically either. Early 2000. This franchise is all over the place. What 2001, one two, eight and two thousand eight and. Or that's ridiculous well, actually phantasm kind of morphed into a road franchise after the first one it did kind yeah. of yeah i, yeah, I wouldn't call it road part two horror. three 
four and five are road horror like, films i'd say i, I yeah. they're more there's a lot of driving but like even if you look at bones and all it's not a road horror it's like it's kind of a what would you call it? like a, on the it is kind of a it's road like, a, horror, it's like a traveling really. coming coming yeah. of age it's like a fucking story. travel vlog yeah. <laughs> i don't know to me like what what if most of the film is traveling um if that's part of the story i usually consider it road horror well i mean freeway would be considered road horror freeway yeah. one and two right yeah. freeway right. was great freeway's gotta be one of the best ones i know i just rewatched freeway man and it's like it's been years it's, it's 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 like one of those things that like you know i can't believe i'm saying this but i love this reese witherspoon movie <laughs> it's know? so gross too. that movie's really kind of disgusting she's really good in it though too i mean this is like pre like big time famous reese witherspoon too you know kind of like the yeah like the pre-years and she took some, well, some kind of more risky roles like she even shows her boobs in that movie too there's a lot of good actresses and actors that like you know are good they just do a bunch of movies you don't give a fuck about so you don't really pay attention i was like matthew mcconaughey for the longest time i was never watching his movies and then he just started picking like really good roles and you're like oh this dude's a shit but well, i would have never known matthew mcconaughey did some really good movies in the 90s and then he became like that romantic yeah he, nobody... he started taking like a bunch of those romantic comedy roles and then he came back and started doing some indie films i remember when he did mud and stuff like that and there was some or good like ones. killer joe killer joe like th those were movies that he did kind of back to back or whatever and they, those were both really good and i was like oh shit man McC uh, matthew mcconaughey's back you know hey, he's, he's really and really good in those yeah um yeah man so the joyride trilogy and you're probably right man there's not really a lot of uh, road horror franchises because you know like you said they just don't make a lot of these um this is a very strange franchise like we just said like the first one came out in 2001 was obviously uh, a decent budgeted um film with some with some notable actors in it and stuff and then and it did well at the box office i know it made a bunch of money and pretty stuff. professional looking movie too good thriller good thriller yeah. horror movie yeah and Solid then shit which always surprised me and I, I i'm pretty sure that me and jp have talked about this before because and then they didn't do the sequel which was actually a actually no, the sequel did get a minor theatrical release i believe they it put is. that shit in theaters bro yeah it was it was in the theater and then it did decent too but it, the sequel didn't come out until seven years later which i always thought was odd because usually when a movie does well in the cinema they yeah. try to pump out a, i'll tell a you sequel. exactly why bro here's why right because in 2004 a little movie called saw was released yeah You're and right. then all of a sudden everybody was like we need to capitalize on this success of of horror that is really hot right now let's make our own saw well saw was in 2004 have... are you sure yeah, yeah. no it way was it was 2004 yeah no what yeah what so next year will be the, the 20th anniversary i don't know i thought it came out earlier no yeah, it's 2004 yeah um and so by by this point oh, 2008 shit. We were balls deep in Saw Mania, right in the middle. I think Saw four, four or five was out, and you yeah, because they were making one every year. How much right. it influenced? Yeah, because yeah. they made a Saw every year up until yeah. Saw seven, right? Uh, but you could see how much this was also pre Paranormal Activity. I think Paranormal Activity actually came out in two thousand eight, I believe, and because that's what eventually moved horror in a different direction was Paranormal Activity. But at the yeah. time. If you look at, at films that were coming out between like 2005 and eight, everything had shades of saw in it. Mm -hmm. It's insane how much all these studios were like, instead of just creating a new film, they're like, well, we have this IP in Joyride. Let's just make, let's just make our, let's just make a, that type of movie with our already existing IP. So we'll get a little bit of carryover with people who enjoyed the first one that was only, you know, seven years ago or whatever, but you know, 
will make it more like Saw. <laughs> you know, everybody it, was doing that. It's just strange though, man, because like I said, you know, Joyride 2001 and, and you're talking about the Saw boom in four. I mean, really, they should have made the sequel before that. They kind of missed the ball on it. I mean, just riding off the success oh, of Joyride and stuff. It had big names. Yeah. And people, I, I remember people talking about Joyride really enjoyed it and stuff. And, you know, to make a sequel seven years later is pretty unusual. And Dead Ahead, it did get a minor theatrical release. It did okay. And then again, a couple trailer parks. Yeah, a couple trailer parks, and then and then oddly enough, they made a sequel six years later, um, which went straight to DVD, but did fucking phenomenal on uh, the media market. Um, and yeah, which I'm, I'm quite really surprised that they now. never did a fourth one because media like did it made a few million dollars, I think. They, on the, this was back make, when DVD was make, still popping too. They did yeah. make a porn uh, porn parody. <laughs> they did really called Boy Ride. <laughs> instead of dead ahead it's like give me head boy ride <laughs> boy ride too give me head dude um, that's awesome yeah but yeah what a spaced out franchise franchise like oh, three shit. movies in like 13 years that's crazy very strange but um, uh, so the thing is with the, the the that time period too dude media was like still like the un- this was at the time where you released really huge unrated yeah. and mm-hmm. everybody bought like members just seeing unrated unrated everywhere in like walmart and stuff with all these movies yeah that was still like a big selling point right? oh big time Slap unrated in red on the cover it, joyride it, it's weird though because joyride the first one has a blu-ray the third one has a blu-ray and the second one just has a dvd release which was weird because it was theatrical you think it would have gotten a blu-ray release instead of just a strictly dvd one so it's kind of an odd franchise to collect a little bit but yeah that is weird i don't even own the second one i have the first one and the third one i have all three of them uh i watched the joyride that just came out of netflix because it was the high def. i don't even know if i have any of them yeah so i just have all three on dvd but yeah do you guys have a road whore list to uh, go through or no yeah i do there's actually. one here well, do, let, me, let me before we get into that let me uh just say something that i saw yesterday on um yeah I, Dave, on Dave, Twitter, i do have a top actually. 10 horror well, list well, okay. wait, real quick where's the list from uh nightmare on film street okay we'll just go with that one Sorry. yeah i haven't um, gone through it so i just um I've, I've been on this website before and i, I really like the name of the nightmare on film okay. street so and it's like top 10 road horror and i haven't even scrolled down so yeah it'll, it'll work i think so i was um <laughs> I was on Twitter, which I'm barely ever on Twitter, but I was just on there and um I saw that like Universal Pictures, the the you know, Twitter page or whatever, Twitter. What do mm-hmm. they call that? A page? I don't even know. Um handle, but uh they they posted a thing of John Carpenter's The Thing. Um the, a, like a gif of you know the scene where the the chest opens up and stuff like yeah. that. Norris, yeah. And it, and they literally put CGI could never, and then like a camera emoji, and then the thing, and then that GIF. And then people were just roasting them. And it, like, it was hilarious because the funny thing about that, right, is yeah, the, remake, you, the prequel. <laughs> right. But did you know that in the prequel, I remember this coming out at the yeah, time. I did know this history of it. Yeah, so it it was practical effects. They did the whole movie with practical effects. And then they thought that new audiences wouldn't like get or be Well, like, we talked about this when we with, reviewed the movie, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. This is a long few years ago at this point, yeah. but they actually 
covered all the practical effects with CGI. So yeah. there's mm-hmm. a version out there that has the practical effects, I assume. Yeah. And then there's the version where they just covered it all. They with probably CGI. never got to complete all their practicals 100%. I mean, probably that movie's not, not awful. It, 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 even with the practical effects, it still doesn't hold a flamethrower to the original thing just because the acting's not as good, the characters aren't as interesting, the score's not as good. No, it does Nothing is as good. Nothing. Is as they good. didn't. Good, they, I think the end of the movie is really good. Job, though. I think it's I still think the, the best movie. thing that they did with the pre the thing prequel is make all the connections to the original, like with the axe in the door. Like you find out how that got there and it's stuff. It's not like a bad that. movie. I, I'd I give like it like a seven out of ten. I, no, I they like a, they actually did a really good job with that. I love how the movie ends and it leads right into like the original thing with the dogs yeah. and shit. Like that's really cool how they did that. But yeah, like all the little anecdotes for you know the axe and like all those other kind of certain things that you know fell in the holes and stuff. I think they did a good job with it. It's just too bad that we never got the version with the with the practicals. I think it would be a lot more respected. I think people see that CG and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like it, it does take you out of it, though. It really does, you know. But so. the the one thing is, those guys after they were so upset about it, the guys, the special effects artists on there, they went and made their own movie, Harbinger Down or whatever the fuck it was, Harbinger or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that movie's trash. Yeah. Like I, oh, I really, that's why I like it's bad. Like yeah, it's so it's good special effects, but like. They should have hired a writer because they they're obviously special effects artists and they're not I, like Stan Winston. I can't they should even have hired somebody else to write it. It's it's bad. I can't like even it's just shitty. The like the writing, the dialogue, the characters, it's all piss poor because yeah. these guys are probably so hyper focused on the special effects. It's like, right. bro, this is like yeah. the the main character keeps like call, and it's boring. Like they keep calling like Lance Hendrickson. It's her dad. She's like pop 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 like every five minutes. She's like pop pop. <laughs> I'm like, Fucking blow my brains out. Yeah yeah. Sucked sucked. Yeah, it was obviously very forgettable because I've seen it and I can't even remember it. Here's one so. of the uh, replies to <laughs> remember that time you made a big budget prequel to the thing and then after filming like the practical effects would keep younger audiences from seeing it painted all over them with trash CGI that ruined the film and destroyed the director's vision. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> Dude, so they're true, just though. like all these people were just going after Universal so hard for this one tweet. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, how many I movies have you ever heard where they filmed, a, you know, the effects practical and then covered it up with shitty CG? Like, name me another movie that happened to. Like, that's fucked. Yeah, it's so weird. It's like an anomaly. That, it's a totally like, an anomaly. It would keep because younger generations in 2011, you know, like 15, 16 year olds, which, by the way, I don't even think could get into the movie because it's a fucking R rated movie. So, but would go yeah. anyway, your, your idea, they're so used to seeing CGI that if they didn't see like this glossy bullshit, it would like turn them off of the movie. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like the polar opposite for us. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucked. That is fucked. So weird. Yeah, it is weird. Is that the news? That's it. Well, that was, that wasn't even news. That was just fucking, that was just was funny. funny. That yeah. is funny. Um, but no, the, the I saw this news also that Moods is going to love this. Um, that Scream 7 Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie well. Prince, Prince Jr. is returning for another I Know What You Did Last Summer movie. Oh, <laughs> just because Scream was so popular? Yes! Oh my god, it's so bad! It's so bad! So, so they're making you. a fourth one? Fuck you. Like, <laughs> That's yeah, like brilliant. So it's going to be a sequel to the original one then, like an actual sequel. Well, I assume fucking so. Because well, the second it, one actually wasn't really, it was just a name and only sequel, can't right? Wait no, no, no. For, uh, the, Urban oh, Legend the second four. sequel, you mean? Yeah. Because part two followed the same character. Right? I can't yeah, remember. We, we, we review these movies. I can't remember them. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. The third one has nothing to do with anything, right? 
yeah the this well it has to do with the it became a legend you know what i mean like right it, right yeah it's yeah. been a minute, breaking so. news nev campbell actually signed on to be in this movie to get revenge on the screen producers <laughs> shut up <laughs> dude i don't care scream fucking six looks yeah she actually plays awesome. the villain she's actually the killer and i know what you did last can, summer part four can i can i watch scream six without watching scream four and five I get away with that hell no bro what the fuck is wrong with <laughs> it's gonna go in and be confused like, they're, they're literally I'm just gonna ask characters just, from I'm, screen I'm, four bro i'm gonna start asking people in the theater like who's that they're like that's ghostface like yeah he looks familiar i don't i would definitely him. watch scream five before watching scream six for sure just for uh, Even, one no, of the characters being eliminated scream four too bro because yeah, like, and then I, I, I've watched, back I haven't watched four. Scream three in forever i just remember hating scream three with a passion it's bad it is bad though no scream scream 3 is the worst is not very good it, i like it but i mean it's, it's so poorly written. It. it's a bad movie man it is bad. i remember it's so <laughs> shitty i don't think it's bad but it's bad. i mean i i i watched patrick still lives last night that's bad no that movie that's fucking. good bad Dude, nah, that, it, that fucking kill scene in dude, the vagina. The vagina. On, that's bro. the best scene in the whole fucking ninety dude, minute. There's movie. so much sleaze in that movie and just audacity and and fucking shameless garbage dude, that it's worth that watching over fucking Scream Three. Sleaze at its finest, man. It's so crazy. Yeah. The director was dating that chick that he did that to at the time. She was the mom in uh, Burial Grounds. <laughs> like it's fucking just the sleaziest shit ever, man. Oh my god, that that, that shit was fun it's fun. um I, i've seen it before but it's yeah. just like I, it took me back because it took me years to actually check it out and i finally watched it and i was like why haven't i watched this like 12 times this shit is amazingly it's be one bad of the shameless most shameless ripoffs of all time because it's a it's a it's like an unofficial sequel yeah yeah and it's it man it was just so i'd always heard that it was like really sleazy and stuff but i was like you know what there's lots of these movies that are sleazy and i watched it and i was like damn that really was sleazy yeah it was really <laughs> trashy it was just it was like crossing the line sleazy yeah yeah um Okay, I so, think we're officially getting to the point where the 90s is the nostalgia era, not the 80s anymore. It is. Actually, I just read an article on that the other day of them talking about how the 90s is probably going to be the last nostalgic decade that we have because the 2000s <laughs> suck so bad. That I don't no know. I'm starting cares. to get nostalgic for the 2000s after watching Joyride, bro. <laughs> yeah. Fucking all the needle drops in it. 2000, it's funny. Even some of the fashion, it's still, it still kind of feels like the 90s at times when you look it at the does, fashion it shit. Does. So. And it's, it's, it's funny, removed. like, too, that, like, through the, through the three movies, it's like, the first one it's like no cell phone and then by the by the last one it's like oh we're com complete cell phone territory here yeah like, 2001 well, the was like not everybody had cell phones in 2001 no. you know flip I mean? phones yeah, yeah flip, well even in 2008 i don't even think the smartphones were out yet were they in yeah i think no. they just were starting right they were just they were brand new i think people still were rocking blackberries at the time where you had to triple press the button three times to get to your right letter and stuff and that was fucking annoying <laughs> um but yeah you're right though by the third one it's like 14 smartphones yeah fuck yeah um okay so we're gonna do this uh top 10 road horror films according to nightmare on film street isn't uh, that a podcast yeah it is it is nightmare on nightmare on film street podcast.com so n-o-f oh yeah i listened to them recently for their top their end of the year like good I think. no Okay, so no, I'm just kidding. What do you I mean? No, I'll bet with their list. It, it, it's <laughs> I literally don't the first, remember, dude. So I, I typed in, I, I didn't expect to find too many lists with top 10 road hard. It just doesn't really seem to be that popular. I saw a list of 42. Yeah, I okay. Saw a, a ranker list, and I saw, yeah. I, I yeah, so I've got, yeah. I've got that other one on here too. Um, so Nightmare and Film Let's Street, according to them, they're top 10. So travel your own risk, top 10. Okay, let me think here. Trip. Just give me one second. 
Um, okay, I have my list. Top ten road trip horror movies to watch before ignoring that creepy gas station attendant. Okay, road trip horror is different than road horror to me. No, the, right? road whatever, whatever. Well, I mean, no, because TCM is like a road trip, but like yeah. I wouldn't consider that road horror. No, yeah. but I mean it depends. What on about your- road head horror? Yeah. Now road head horror is like the sequel to Headless. Yeah. <laughs> whatever okay so ro- it's more high tension road. okay <laughs> let's just do a head fucking let's do a head fucking episode headless head uh, hunt, uh header and fucking something else well there's a nice there's scene. another one too there's got to be an edmund kemper movie somewhere <laughs> somebody wanted uh, us to do something recently uh, who's the guy that did bone sickness uh brian paul we could call the head fucking episode the triple header though <laughs> we should, do, we should uh, just do a brian paul episode no somebody you know. um commented on our patreon and said that they wanted us to do that well i want to do fetus and uh they said fetus was one of the titles cryptic plasm yeah. fucking cryptoplasm and fetus i don't want to do bone sickness bone sickness i i you know i like that's the only one i own i've actually reviewed all of his movies in the past before but they're always fun I would give Bone Sickness another try though. I I don't like that one as much as the other two. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see this road horror. Blood list. pigs, blood pigs. I like that one too. Blood pigs is really good too. Yeah. Okay, so according to Nightmare on Film Street top ten road horror number ten, well, go figure. Um, Joyride, two thousand one. It's a good one. It really good is movie. a good road horror. That's movie. just random. That it's actually number ten. That's crazy. I mean, if, um, it's, if it's not on your top ten, I mean, what, what are you even doing? Right. I don't know if it'd be on my top ten, but. I would have I mean, to look and see what I, what's out there. Yeah, there's a lot it, of good road movies. Don't fucking uh, what the car fucking uh, Phantasm Two. Yeah, see, like I said, it depends Hitcher. on how you. It depends on how you define this, right? I want like, the car to be a, a serious issue with it. That's why I want to do it. Like, you there's know, like duel. A like, duel is like road hard because there's like it, there's a lot of like chase scenes and you know like actual. Yeah things that are happening on the fucking road. I mean, the hitcher's got to be everybody's number one. Right. Again, that's not like road that's trip actual not road Dave road. Z. Yeah. The hitcher is on the road and there's Dave a lot of Z's number action. one. The, the, Dave Z. The hitcher would not make Dave Z's top 10 road horror films. <laughs> he hates it. <laughs> dude, it was such bullshit. I remember that's, he's like, oh, this movie. Dude, everybody gets like that in. sometimes. They get these weird hangups and they just don't like it. But then they it like, they just Dave don't Z know, went like, and you, hate wanting to not like it. I'm telling you, I'll stand by that. To this how day. do you hate the Hitcher? I don't get it. Like Rutger Hauer is the most perfectly casted villain ever in that movie. Because there, he said there's too much bullshit going on in the Jennifer Jason Lee has one of the most memorable death scenes I've ever like. You could Dave ever Z said he didn't believe the consistency of the French fries in the diner scene. He took him out of the movie. Yeah, I mean that doesn't make. Just, yeah, <laughs> I, I made totally, that up. How did French fries take you out of the movie? How did French fries? Shut up! These French fries, he jumped the shark. They jumped the shark. <laughs> what? There's okay. too much ketchup on that plate. <laughs> uh, yeah, like like anybody would have these fucking well, there was curly some fries. Logical, yeah, Dave like, probably like, yeah. listening to this like pissed off because <laughs> no, he said I, I can't remember what he said, but it was something with character. Like he thought the character was too dumb. Which yeah, no, it's the beginning. Like the first ten minutes where where he picks him up and the the whole way that thing goes down and just says it was really unrealistic and nobody would, or the character kept making dumb decisions over and over again and he just is out of it, and, it, it, hmm. it oh that that happened with that one movie that came out a couple years ago it was on uh shutter it was like a uh scandinavian road horror movie 
where like this guy was tracking like the family and he had like a pesticide. That was one of the worst movies I watched that year because it was just so dumb. <laughs> fucking pesticide? Where'd that come from? I'm fucking I'm glad I forgot. That movie sucked. Yeah, I, I know what you I watched it too. Um it's I the worst movie I've seen. It was so bad that year. It was just so dumb. All right. So, was so dumb. So number nine, also from two thousand and one, Jeepers Creepers. Oh, that's a good one, actually. I totally forgot. Uh, uh, both of those are road horror movies. Yeah. Right? I so it, years. Like, like I said, it depends on how you classify. But yeah, that one fits in. So uh, number nine, oddly yeah, enough, from definitely. 2001. Yeah, A lot of the... What's that? Did we never? You never did that. We never did the Jeepers. No, there's we, four now. Yeah, there's... I know. We have to watch the third and fourth one. I gotta be- you know what's funny? I saw someone. I saw someone talking about the new Jeepers Creepers the other day, and they said it was like one of the worst films they've seen in the last few years. Yeah, Jeremy <laughs> told me it was the like the worst film he ever seen in the theater. And then I, I want to see wh- Fat Creeper when he gained <laughs> all that weight. <laughs> I actually, I actually didn't mind. Well, the third on my downtime, the McRib like came back. Bad. I couldn't help it. Is there no scenes of boys taking leaks in the new one? That's why it sucks so bad, or what? Like. It wasn't you got to pull over an entire bus and have like 30 fucking males whip down their pants and take a leak. Like, come on, man. Like, fuck. It's going to be like that scene in Last American Virgin where everybody's like, let's measure each other's dicks. Yeah, that movie's awesome. Why is that scene 45 minutes? That scene <laughs> took 45 minutes. In the new it was half the runtime. But then on the flip side, I was watching another video and the guy's like, yeah, this new Jeepers Creepers movie is actually pretty good. I actually enjoyed it way more than the third one. Well, and I was like, no, the see the third one. I, listen, the third I didn't one, see the third one. It literally is what like he wanted to do, but with fucking no money, like because you can see that the story has been in like he had planned this story for years and years and years and years. So the, the script is actually not bad. It's just that it has no fucking money. The, it feels cheap. It mm-hmm. looks cheap, bad CGI, bad acting. Yeah. So it's like, you could tell that he wasn't backed by a major studio with the third one, but just kind of did it on his own. Right. And that well, was weird that the, they had to roll the creeper out in like a wheelbarrow for half his scenes too. He so gained so much weight. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Did he gain weight? <laughs> I know there was a joke that they were called him like Fat Creeper in the in the newest one, the, the third, third one, or I don't remember which one. But I you guys remember when Orlando similar. Bloom came back for the Hobbit and he was all like all bloated with sodium? I haven't actually I've seen, never seen the Hobbit. Yeah. I've never like seen the third Hobbit, the third no. Hobbit movie. I mean, he got you, older, but like they're still putting him in the same third Hobbit. Hobbit movie. That is really Bro, funny. Actually. The first one was really good. And the, the third one was the third one was unwatchable. It was so fucking bad. The first one was Hobbit, really good, man. It was, and then like because Del Toro had a big hand in it, and then like the second one, I was like, this isn't very good. And then the third one, I was like, this is unwatchable. Hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, um, I heard that the what is their show like a Lord of the Rings show? I, I heard that sucks. Yeah, Amazon or Netflix something. Netflix only Netflix only could buy a fucking small country for what they spent on it. I think That's it was no Prime, right? Wasn't it? It Prime? was billions, bro. It was billions. <laughs> oh they spent billions God. on that show. You know, they could have really like, cured world. They could have got like fucking cured like world hunger, but they're like, we got Lord of the Rings, baby. Did you know there's people that like walk the like actual like physical distance that is supposed to be in like the Lord of the Rings, the first one? Oh my god, Why? that is so Why ridiculous. Don't. Because they're like big fans and shit. The, the, like it's like a actual because I guess it's like in new zealand or something right 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> they like take this giant journey and just walk it. Do they do they make a pit stop at movies for a burger and, and talk about Lord of the Rings? And... <laughs> dude, that scene is my favorite scene in like. Oh my god, dude. It makes, Smith stuff. makes me laugh every time, man. It's so and which one? Clerks too? <laughs> yeah, clerks too. He's like, there's only one trilogy, man. It, it, it ain't a, it ain't Return of the King. It's of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um that shit let's do a kevin smith show fuck joyride <laughs> all right so number eight is the hitcher from 86 what <laughs> what I the fuck i know i'm like how's the how's the hitcher at number okay now this I, is at real- first i was thinking okay maybe they're talking about the remake or something nope that is the original from 86 okay so number seven see now this is where they they're, so they're this losing. is a bliss dave z can get behind yeah so th- th- this is literally making no sense to me because having this at number seven which is you know higher on the list i guess or lower on the list um which i i don't know what, my consensus on this one is yeah i fucking hate the ending but the house is that built up the house is october build 2014. oh i didn't watch it but i, was oh, like, I like built? it it's a good movie i thought the ending i turned was it trash. off i think yeah i thought the what? ending kind of fucking look like shit. it's no hitcher but i was no, in a bad mood when i watched it i just yeah, couldn't I, get into it that's it's like very interesting that this day. one would be you know a little bit higher on the list it's crazy <laughs> so i i don't know if these are i mean they're they're numbered i don't know if this is like an official ranking or they just it has wrote. to be i hate when people make a list and they don't rank it yeah okay so number six is uh chainsaw from 74. What? um i wouldn't call it a road horror but if it's a road trip yeah horror movie yes okay so this is a mixed bag so there's road horror films there's road trip horrors okay. i mean it okay. does any have road TCM, horror elements any- for sure but any list that TCM is on, it should be number one, unless it's like best films made in Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. Okay, so number five is House of a Thousand Corpses from 2003. Ninety um, percent of that movie doesn't even uh, take place that's on like the road. A, th- well, right. So they're on a road. They're on the, the premise they're of the trip. Is, trip. They're on a road trip doing the, the you know the side road side attractions. attractions and, yeah. yeah. Okay, so number four again i mean this is definitely road trip kind of thing um the hills have eyes from 77. they're quite obviously on a family trip that doesn't that one is more road horror i guess i would call that road horror because they're in a fucking rv and they get stranded yeah 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 Yeah. i mean they they do they stop at the gas station yeah there's that you know that scene and wait is the remake of hills no it's 77. both are good I, um, I love that scene in the original when the uh, he's like he killed his mother. He goes that big like exposition dump is like the scariest part of the whole film because he oh, builds dude, up Jupiter. So it's fucking, fucking scary as shit. Un- like like just his <laughs> so big he tore apart. That guy's got that big ugly alcoholic nose. Yeah, dude. Oh man, looking Not like shit. a fucking that Muppet with the horns for ears. No. <laughs> right now here's one i love and we've i think um, we all probably just recently watched it anyways at least for the show the top 10 show that we did but number three is highway to hell from 1991. yeah, yeah that's, th- that's i mean a, it's a fun that's movie a good one it's, but a fucking n- n- it's not better fun. than the fucking hitcher i'll tell no, you that no <laughs> I mean, like, it's super fun i mean this list makes no sense okay number two um <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> it's so fucking random all right, Uncle Peckerhead from 2020. I love Uncle Peckerhead. But, but, I don't but think I why is it number that. two? Uncle Peckerhead made me laugh 
like a bunch of times. It was really funny, <laughs> I, actually. I the part when he's like, he's all like, they're talking about like you live in a van. He's like, this world of capitalism got me. <laughs> he goes that big speech. I almost cried. Dude. Yeah, no, Peckerhead's great, dude. It almost made my top ten of that year. Yeah, it was, it was very, it was very enjoyable. Actually, it, it just kind of caught me off guard, man. I, I I had to check it out. I didn't know anything about it, but I was like a movie called Uncle Peckerhead. Yeah, <laughs> sign like, me up. Remember when he gives his name? He's like, your name is not Uncle Peckerhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was it was so much better than i was anticipating it to be <laughs> me too. It, was, it was pretty clever actually uh and in the number one we've got high tension from uh 2003 is it i never even watched duel yeah. but that's a very popular one. that's a huge blind spot for me duel yeah and you know what that's you never seen fucking duel only seen parts of it on tv as a kid how is duel not on this yeah. like even if like man yeah, duel, duel is definitely a top 10 road horror how film. is road games not on this list isn't that a popular one yeah but actually i'm i'm not like the biggest fan of road games i'm not sure if i've seen that one. is that road- that's jamie lee curtis and stacy keach yeah road yeah. game no or, they're missing it's stuff. okay they're missing shit. road games is it should be a lot better than it is it, it, yeah, I think it gets a love because Jamie Lee. Yeah, it's Jamie like Lee Curtis. <laughs> and and Richard Franklin's a pretty fit, semi well liked director too. Right? Yeah, Franklin's he's yeah, done yeah. some good stuff. He's done and Stacy Keats, man, he's always good in everything. Um, yeah, yeah Stacy's the best. Is fun. So it'd be a good um, choice for a favorite actor, Stacy Keach, I think. We yeah, can make man. a better top ten list than than that. Okay, I'm well, Joyride, Hitcher, Duel, even though I haven't seen it, I hear so many good things. Duel's amazing. Like Spielberg, that, that, I mean, that was Spielberg before he was Spielberg, so he was able to make a movie like that and yeah. stuff. So, But uh, it's good, though, man. Like when you talk about like road horror and you talk about like chases with rigs and cart, like it's it's got it all. It's very intense. It's very, very suspenseful and shot really well for, you know, early Spielberg. Um, <clears throat> So I had this other list here. Dead this- End. Dead End is a good one yeah that's that's road. Oh, dead end yeah that's definitely road yeah, it's not on yeah. there that sucks that's, yeah, that's i'm really that's surprised duel isn't though i'm really shocked that duel isn't on that list because that's kind of like the big one that you really think about well at least i do anyway so this ranker about, list um, do you want me to go down the ranker list real quick uh if you want i had this other one here by creepy cat yeah, but isn't red isn't what about maximum overdicks rankers voted by the yes. fans yeah, it's like a fan thing. Yeah, but isn't it just taking like the most popular movies from like IMDb no. and just putting them? Well, in yeah, a, but what happens is the people rate them and rank them themselves, so they can upvote and downvote shit. Oh, uh, okay. And right now, the Hitcher is number one, as it should be. Mm-hmm. Then wrong I'm, turn. Jeepers ooh, creepers! Do you got this list or something else? I have this one from Creepy Catalog. It was. It's not actually technically. It just says 40, 45 road trip horror f- movies. So Bro, again, Wolf Creek wasn't even again. on their fucking list. Wolf Creek wasn't on their list. There, there's actually a couple on that last yeah, top ten Wolf list Creek's that that definitely were not on there that I w- that I would consider. Um, and there's like a big one from the seventies, and it's probably on this list. There's forty five on this list, but I could just r- kind of rip through these quickly. I don't know yeah, if I can run anything from creepy catalog, man. Okay, so 45. And we'll, and we'll just, you know, th- th- actually, this first one on the list here is a film I know is released by Kino on Blu ray, and I've never seen it. I've wanted to actually check this out. And it's called The Hitchhiker from 1953. Have you ever seen this one, Dave? That's uh, the um, Ida Lapino. This, this movie, is right? in, um, yeah, Ida Lapino did that. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's supposed to be good. This is in uh, chronological order, I assume. Uh, no, I don't. F- maybe. Oh, maybe it is actually. Shit, just based on. Okay. <sighs> Uh, so yeah, so it's like a, it's it's dubbed as like a crime film noir hitchhiker, very you know kind of dark. Is Arthur Kennedy in that? Who's in that? Who's the actor? Who's the bad guys in that? Uh, dude, actually, dude. 
Mass Murder Billy Cook is <laughs> they in had it. House of a Thousand, but not Devil's Rejects. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, just I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, from th- Dust th- Till Dawn, bro. This might even be that's Count probably that. why it's not ranked kind of thing. But it, it's okay. The next one says Psycho 1960, which I guess some of the movies takes place on the road. Uh, um, Night of Living yeah, Dead just 68 is running away. Which is what? a pretty scary point. Dude, I don't understand how Psycho and Night of Living Dead are. This Night of Living Dead's a fucking siege movie. They're a fucking bar. There's only five it's literally the opposite of yeah. that. <laughs> right. Dude, stuck what in is this? So then it goes into Duel from 71. So that's right. Okay. So Duel. Well, then you okay. Got but this is road trip, right? Because they yeah. were on a road trip to the cemetery. Kind of. Right. So then after okay. that goes 74 Chainsaw. And then, yeah. okay. So this is the one I was thinking of that I was surprised wasn't on the last list because it's actually it's very much road horror and that's uh, race with the devil from 75 oh that's a great movie it, actually dude the tagline's the best dude it's phenomenal if you're with the devil you better make sure you're faster than hell like the ending <laughs> to this movie is fantastic is man it's a great suspenseful actual road horror film that has a great ending too man it's fantastic and it's got arguably the greatest character actor of all time and warren oates in it warren oates is amazing in it so good so he's, badass, in, he's the best in everything even his yeah. small little roles he's always steals the show yeah yeah so that's that's one of the the big ones i thought should have been on that last list but 77 hills have eyes then we got tourist trap from 1979 which great uh, movie it's awesome mm-hmm. love that movie uh, Motel Hell from 1980. <laughs> okay, is that a road trip? They're on a fucking motorcycle and they fucking who knows where they're going, dude. I, I, I just like, I don't think I, that I don't even like Motel Hell, dude. You're wrong. I, I do. Um, okay, Road Games from '81. We just mentioned Death Valley from 1982, which I guess you that's know, actually this, a pretty fun one. I mean, that, that that definitely falls into Children of the Corn. I guess you know they're the original. Nah, that's a road trip. They're driving. You know, The Hitcher yeah. from '86. Uh, Near Dark from '87. Definitely road, road horror. Yeah. yeah, that's that's where I would consider that. Road yeah, that, that, yeah, that's an, I never really... nomadic vampires throughout right. the entire film. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Uh, Conan Tate from 1988, which I've actually never seen before. It's a horror that has Roy I don't Scheider even know and what uh, you Adam said. Baldwin in it. Conan Tate. It's uh, Roy Scheider and Adam Baldwin, right? Yes, I've They're never, I've never, never seen, seen it. No, I don't think it's horror. Oh, fuck. Here's a good one, man. The Vanishing from 1988. I've never seen it. Spoilers. Oh, it's so what, what year was that Conan's Tate movie? Cohen and Tate C-O-H-E-N Cohen and more of a crime film I thought you were saying Conan's Taint Conan's Conan's Taint Taint. okay uh 88's Vanishing not I think the director actually did the remake too right a couple years later yeah he did both 93 is the remake right yeah uh Midnight Ride from 1990 I don't don't know it never heard either it's got Michael Dudikoff is in it (laughs) nice oh and Mark Hamill's in it also cool uh Highway to Hell from 1991 California from 93 Ooh, I like movie. California. That's a fun one. I it's never watched a thriller, it. I need to but see it though. There was a lot of these. Definitely a road. Definitely a lot of these are thrillers. Though. Yeah, and it's a good movie, man. Really, really good movie. It's kind of like it's like <laughs> Natural Born Killers in a sense. Right? I hear that. Nineteen nineties road horror movies. Okay, so you got um, Misery and New Nightmare. <laughs> what come, the fuck? Next how come is, we haven't seen Freeway yet? Okay, from Dust Till Dawn. From Dust Till Dawn, nineteen ninety six. Good one. Breakdown ninety seven. That's a good movie. Boom. Yeah, I, right, they didn't have freeway then. They didn't yeah, have no, freeway on the list. N- no freeway, man. But yeah, that's freeway is a good like, one. Definitely more of a thriller. But uh, I mean, break down one hundred percent a thriller. <clears throat> oh, hundred percent. So cheaper creepers two thousand one, Joyride two thousand one, Say Yes from two thousand one. What the fuck is Say Yes? I don't know. Heard of that one? Oh, it's uh, it seems like it's yeah, South Korean thriller. Mm, no, no, 
pick up a hitchhiker and it goes crazy okay dead end from 2003 high tension from three house of thousand corpses from 2003 final destination two from 2003 hmm. dude i love final destination two so much that movie's What's so under underrated bro wrong turn from 2003 so we were doing a lot of road shit back then yeah wolf creek from 2005 rest off from 2006 actually rest stop is like it's kind of stupid but i i kind of enjoy that one it's, the jas movie looks pretty good by the way it's nothing like you would expect road stop to be it turns into something completely different i think yeah, that's they the call one it I'm a bloody of. remake of the hitcher hmm, uh, crazy. jas movie um death proof from 2007 well it's definitely cars awesome. on the road oh, yeah. this car is 100 percent death proof the, the hitcher from 2007 so what no about freeway, the, but we got what that about remake. the what about the, the Hitcher 2 from fucking 2003? Huh? Yeah. Vacancy from 2007. Hmm. Uh, oh, Windshield from 2007. That's definitely road trip far. I love Windshield, man. That's a good movie, man. With I mean, Emily Blunt. Good film. Uh, Splinter what about Fall Break? I don't know if that's 1984. That yeah, I don't think Alternate name, The Mutilator. Oh, fall break. I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> I'm fucking with you because like, they have break. that dumbass fucking song. Fall break. They're going on a road trip. Yeah, All man. those slasher movies are road trips too. They're like, we're going to this cabin. The evil dead. I don't we're like the idea have of the road a good trip. Time. <laughs> yeah, road trip does not elicit the same feelings as road horror to me. So. No, it's it's too fucking vague. It is too vague. Yeah. Splinter from 2008. I mean, I think pretty much any movie that had <laughs> someone in a vehicle, they're like, hey, we're going to put it on this list. Dude, actually, Splinter is like pretty dope movie. But there is like a lot of these movies have that element where they're on a trip and then shit goes bad. Like the human centipede from 2009, um, the cabin yep. in the woods from 2011, uh, crows. Yeah, bro, so if you're putting cabin in the woods on there, why don't we just put evil dead on there? Why don't we right. just put Friday the 13th part? Like fucking whatever well, one they travel to the right. Exactly. This is this. Is, they're not even understanding what they're getting. No, this doesn't make any sense. Crows nest from 2012. I did not like that movie. That movie sucked. Um, the house is built. Oh, October built. Literally, like ninety percent of horror movies are like going somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Road games. And then, 2015. And they, they managed to throw Night of Living fucking Dead on the list. Ninety percent of the movies in a fucking farmhouse. <laughs> and I believe I know, this, this actually isn't really a remake of Road Games either. Road Games for 2015. I think it's like totally different. Bride of Chucky. That's that's one. Southbound. 2000 or 2015. So we just brought that one up. Uh, There's the a lot of road driving in that one. Yeah. Strangers Pray at Night, uh, 2018. Yeah. Alone, 2020. Isn't that a home fucking like break in house? No, that's the first one. Yeah. Um, the yeah, second one, the one sequel, doesn't fall they're too. kind of on a road trip. Yeah. I see. It does take a and place a lot a trailer of trailer park. Yeah. Uh, Alone from 2020. That movie was actually pretty good. Uh, no Exit from 2020. Is that the one with the fucking stalker in the woods? Yeah. Yeah, the guy that plays the fucking villain in that man, he's just he's so creepy looking, man. It's well acted, but the script's really boring. It's well yeah. shot and well acted. That, that movie put me to sleep. The monster no, I guess from 2016. I just thought of that one. No exit Which from one? 2022. The monster. Was, no exit from 2022. Oh, yeah. Did I? Oh, I watched. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, it was okay. The, the monster's a good one, good call because that movie is on the road the whole right, time. It's like they're, they're trapped in the car. Yeah, that's car. actually like straight up road horror. Yeah. What about Cujo, bro? If they're trying, we're doing. They're trapped in a car the whole movie, which Bones, just got announced for 4K. Bones and all, 2022, yeah. which we just mentioned, and of course that's the end of the list. So yeah, so I mean that was definitely a vague type of list. Listen, of road these people were fucking horror. stupid, man. Isn't Stop the car one? List. Isn't the car one? 
Yeah. You I mean, it, it's maximum overdrive on there too. Half that movie is actually driving. Yeah. <laughs> See, my definition of like road horror is like, you know, something like duel where you're literally the hitcher in cars and you're like, you know, you're fighting on the roads with vehicle. Like joy ride three is road horror. That's big time road horror. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, my for point. me, it's like, it picks to me, up road and, horror just that they need to be trapped. That needs to be like a primary part of the plot is them traveling yeah. on the race road. with the devil is a quintessential road horror movie because there's it a is. lot of chases. Yeah, I mean, like Joyride 2 picks up on the actual road horror aspect of, of yeah. what the narrative of road horror should be. Um, but yeah, the third one is like just straight up. So, but uh, and Death yeah. Proof is 100% road horror too, right? That's battling on the road, definitely yeah. road. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Leatherface, what's the one Leatherface? That's kind of a road horror movie. I think there's like hundreds of movies that weren't mentioned that are that fall into this category that they oh. just didn't put on a list. Art, but, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Two has a great road horror scene in the opening. Yeah, yep. but they kill the yuppies and the, the fucking the, that part's awesome. The yeah. prequel one that that one's like a road horror movie kind of right. Yeah, but they're not driving; they're mostly running. Mm-hmm. Still on the road, bro. <laughs> well then fucking what about that movie from 1970 and soon the darkness where they're riding on a bike the whole fucking movie isn't that road horror kind of kind of i yeah. feel like road horror road horror has to be a vehicle like a, a no, car it doesn't. Or a truck. That's, to me it, it does. does not that that's just car horror bro stop truck it. Horror. these are all fake subgenres at this point no they're not <laughs> killer car movies the crater mass in the pit is grasshopper horror uh, let's face it man the <laughs> that's a new the term road horror is very it can be very vague let's face it because no, everyone's definition, definition is kind of, of it i mean me too <clears throat> well and soon the darkness is definitely a road horror then i can't remember it enough to agree they are traveling they ride bikes the whole movie they are traveling i mean they tech- are they on the road job. the whole time yeah, is that like yeah. Part- yeah then it's road horror dog yeah because remember the one girl pulls over on the side of the road and she's like yo i'm just gonna chill here and then you you know as a fan you're like well that's not gonna go good i mean that's the hitcher movie, is man. walking bro <laughs> yeah yeah but they're in a car he steals car yeah but there's like rides. there's car duels in that movie and like there's shit yeah. going down in that so yeah, that's what, what makes movies where so killers awesome. use the like freeway and stuff. Like, there's a lot of those too. Yeah, yeah. What about that Hitchhike to Hell? That exploitation movie? Doesn't he drive a lot in that? It's been a while since I watched that one. Hitchhike to Hell. Hmm. It's like a serial killer. Mm. It's real sleazy. It's been a while. Can't remember. Yeah, I don't know if I. Yeah, I can't remember it. <sighs> but again, very vague. You could throw lots of shit into. It. I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's just face it. We just saw films that had scenes of driving that were on the list like psycho i've never considered psycho to be a road no, trip that's a road even, trip, even though she does rip she's the money off road trip. the whole the whole she's first half of the movie is just a big mcguffin she's on like, a trip she steals some fucking money and then just drives to her death just <laughs> what that is so yeah i mean i guess it takes spoiler alert if you the, haven't seen psycho the motel before. is on the road right so i guess oh. they're getting that I'm I'm just trying to think where they're coming from. I'm not, well, like a, you know, first thirty-five minutes, of the movie is basically driving to the hotel. So, well, like they they, they five do of fast, those minutes, right? <laughs> maybe five. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? She's in the I mean, car. The way- what about Blair Witch Project? I mean, they drive to the location. <laughs> okay, no, I, I think the way they did that. I think Phantasm Three is a hundred percent a road horror movie. Well, so even Phantasm Two. Is yeah, a answer, but especially three, three, man. And I feel four, like they travel even four. more. Yeah. Four, I think four and five. These lists blow. I brought these up that question blow. before, but I think it was uh, 
Phantasm Three, like you know, because they do a lot of driving. You're like, how big is this world that it's set in? Like, it's just it feels it's it is. just so. Dude, they've been driving since part two. That's what I'm saying. They, they keep like, driving. Tall man's already tall man's already eaten Middle America way. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like the, even part five, they're still driving, bro. Yeah. Yeah, they do a lot. Of they driving, just keep man. driving until there's no more road left. The tall man's when there's over no more thing. roads left on Earth, the road shall venture to hell. We won't make a Phantasm Six. <laughs> so. Oh. They're not gonna. Everybody's dead or dying. Yeah. Who are they going to recast? Who, if they remade Phantasm, would you guys cast John Malkovich as the tall man? I would cast. That's, that's actually pretty good casting right there. He's huge Malkovich. and he's tall. And, and the thing about Malkovich, though, he's I actually weird. just said the other day, he's good in everything, man. Even in bad movies, he's the you best. You gotta part of cast everything. the Abraham Lincoln looking motherfucker. That's what you. Yeah, he do. does. Have you ever seen him? He plays uh, no, Lenny in Mice and Men. Who? Oh. John Malkovich. Yeah. Dude, I'm not John good Malkovich with actors. Malco- John Malkovich is such a dope actor that like they made a whole movie called Being John Malkovich. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> oh, really? weird. It's a weird fucking movie, man. It's cool, man. Mm. It's awesome. How old is he? 69. Probably, oh. I was going to say he's got to be in the 60s. But you really think they're going to make a whole new franchise? If they do one Phantasm remake, it'll just be one and done. Wait, who's he in Con Air? He's Cyrus the Virus. He's the main bad guy. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know this guy. He's great in that. You've never seen Bean John Malkovich? That movie's awesome. No, Pretty fucking I've seen, clever, I've huh? seen fucking no, Con that Air, was though. clever. <laughs> Dude, Con Air, Con Air literally I watched that movie kicks all day. ass, Let's bro. just review Con Air. Con Sigh. Air is a complete dad movie. I love it. Hey, Clarence, this guy's dead. This guy's dead. <laughs> I said all the time. <laughs> John Malkovich in the fucking Coen's Brothers movie um, with Brad Pitt and shit. What the fuck's that one Thank called? Thank you for smoking. No, not Thank, Thank you, you for, for smoking. smoking. No, not thinking. That's the one he's in. Burn after reading. Burn after reading. That's what I'm talking about. Man, his character in that movie is so fucking funny, man. He's the best. Dude, everyone's quirky in that film, but his character is just like. I don't think I've ever watched that one. Oh, it's so it's so funny, man. I love that movie. He's also in uh, Shadow of the Vampire. Yeah. We're talking horror movies. That's right. Never seen it. He's a director. You've never seen Shadow of the Vampire, really? Like the crazy. Mm -hmm. The good one. I, I always find that one to be really underrated. Doesn't get mentioned a lot. It's a, it's a strange film. It's a weird. Udai Care steals the show, though. Oh, yeah, he's and Will like, the Fall, of course. The Fall is great. Yeah, yeah, those are some good actors right there. Good character actors. Make up hey. the genetic DNA of that one. JP. Yeah. Sai Anara. <laughs> Got air. He fucking <laughs> yeah, throws dude. a cigarette. And for no. somebody's like Sai. Anara. <laughs> Man, I, haven't, I haven't seen Con Air forever. I was actually just thinking about it. It's that actually day. been a while for me, too. Dude, like, I, I used to watch that shit all, all the time, bro. Matt and The Rock, I watched all the time. Those two Nicolas Cage movies, I watched them a lot. Man, I saw The Rock in the cinema, actually. It's good times. That's Michael <laughs> Bay's best movie. Oh, hands down. Probably because of the cast. Yeah, the cast is great. Michael Bean's the shit in that movie. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. I like anything to do with like Alcatraz, though. I don't know what. Yeah, it's a cool it's, location. It's got a great cast. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, I've, I've been to Alcatraz before. It's uh, it's fucking cold. It's windy as hell there, man. Super. It's not a good place to be. Oh, they had to close just... it down because it was too expensive to keep prisoners there. They're like, we're losing money. Yeah, it's cold, miserable, in the bay. All right. Um. Well, I don't have anything else on the road horror angle. You guys have anything else? I like no. turtles. 
<laughs> they're not like yeah like the chocolate turtles are good good shit i don't know about actual turtles but i like turtles they're all right yeah there's nothing wrong with turtles unless you're regiro diodato oh man what <sighs> do, you, do you remember that meme i shared that jeremy made when it said people in like some some sort of saving uh sea turtles and it showed diodato's face and he was just like he was like all upset or confused. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> He's like one of my favorite directors, but that's just, it's such a fucked up piece of film history. It's like the worst scene in any movie I've ever seen. It is, man. Oh, it's just so good. What was the one, what's the one with the alligator? That one's pretty fucking rough, too. Jungle Holocaust, but I don't have the same sympathy I do for an alligator as a sea turtle. Yeah, they, they use that scene in a couple different, I think they use it in uh, Campbell Ferox, too, right? I, uh, know, I would man. say they probably use it in Eaten Alive. Eaten Alive reuses a lot of the same. Oh, footage. it is Eaten Alive. I think it is Eaten Alive. They actually rehash that exact same scene with the alligator. <laughs> I, it is Eaten Alive. I don't yeah. think Eaten Alive has any of its own footage. Like they use a lot from Jungle Holocaust and Mountain oh, yeah. Cannibal God. There's and lots. that's why Robert Kerman on the set, he didn't really notice any animal cruelty because it was all inserted right. from other movies. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, um, I guess that's going to conclude the intro. So we'll, we'll be back with some uh, Joyride reviews momentarily. Yo, who this? Yo, Moods, it's your boy, the ill-mented funky child, calling you to remind you that the featured reviews on this episode contain spoilers. Aw, oh, yeah, man, that's right, brother. Thanks for the heads up, playa. Now go back to being an unproductive asshole. Fuck you. I tell your listeners to stop being so dumb, silly, sensitive. Yeah. And now, our feature presentation. All right, so getting into the main features here on episode 239, the Joyride Trilogy. We're going to take it all the way back to a classic year in 2001. No, it's not really a classic year, but we're going to call it that. No, we're not going to call it that because that's just fucking stupid. All right, so um, it's not like the worst year, is it? I don't know. Do you think 2001 is better than 2002? Because remember, we did a top 10 for, for two, and that wasn't very good. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Let me check. I, I feel like 2002, no, probably. I know 2000 sucks. That year is not a very good year. So maybe one is better than 2000, but maybe not as good, too. I have no Looking idea. See, well, we, we kind of have like an issue because I think like a few like frailty, for example, yeah. was 2002 back then. You know what? I don't think 2001's all that bad. You got the others, Paul's Ichi the Killer, Jeepers Creepers, Devil's Backbone, Jason X, Suicide Club, 13 Ghosts, Trouble Every Day, Session 9, Happiness of the Katakuras, From Hell, Visitor Q, Ghost to Mars, Brotherhood of the Wolf, Valentine, Dagon, Bones, August Underground. It's not that bad of a year. I mean, to be honest, that's better than 2002 right there. Yeah, this isn't a bad slashers. Yeah, so I mean, it was still here too. I can tell you one thing. It's better than 2000. I think 2000 is not very good. Interesting. Interesting. 2001 wouldn't actually be that bad of a year to get. Some of those movies I wouldn't actually mind rewatching. Yeah. Mm, I haven't watched Visitor, 2000, Visitor I don't Q. Know. It's pretty bad. Yeah, no, I, I remember I was uh, yeah, checking 2000. I mean, on two- listen, on the first page, of, like the first text of Letterboxd, like the first like rundown, like 12 films, you're getting to Hellraiser Inferno. <laughs> you know what i mean like I just set the bar the real first low line of films ends with hellraiser inferno yeah if the first line of films has a fucking weinstein produced hellraiser you're in deep shit 
Yeah, that's uh, set the bar. It, super the number low, one, man. the number one film in terms of popularity is Scream Three. So, oh my god, that's that's fucking terrible. Oh my god! But you got Final Destination and Ginger Snaps there. I mean, there's decent films, but I mean, you know, the whole year as a whole. I mean, yeah, I'm not really, like I. You could watch top. You could watch. Dude, I'm not even joking. Leprechaun in the Hood might make my top ten that year. Oh, fuck. Okay. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, look at it. Might, the list. It might. It might. <laughs> like, bro. But Leprechaun I, the I actually, is better than in space. Put it that way. <laughs> like, they nest actually has a shot at this point. <laughs> I'm looking at 2005 and I'm like, 2005 is actually better than 2001, 2, 3, 4. It's, be- no, it's actually one of the better. 2005 yeah, it's sucks, better. for real. It's better than 2000, 2001, 2, 3, and 4. Man, I, w- I just went through oh, wait, 2005. We did 2005. I'm an idiot. I was thinking of 2004. So I just went no, through. 2005 like, two- had some good stuff. Yeah, it, it, it's decent. But like 2006, 7, I was thinking that they were like a lot stronger years. Those, all those years are very top heavy, too. I was kind of going through it and I was like, man, I don't think these lists are going to be overly that hard to make, man. Is good. There's really top shelf films from six, seven, eight, nine, but then it tapers off real quick, man. Like really quick. Like, I don't know, bro. Like 2008, dude, is such a like. There's a lot of stuff there. Yeah, I guess 2008 is like, pretty good, man. At least it's not. No, you got let the right one in. Martyrs, The Strangers, Hellboy. Uh, what the fuck is this one? Uh, oh, like Mongo, Saw Five, Eden Lake, Pony Pool, Ruins, Repo. Midnight May Train, Quarantine, Tokyo Gore Police, Splinter. Mm, they're starting to get shitty. Machine Dead Girl, Girl, the Death Children. Girl, the children. But biology. even as good as some of those films are, like, are the they cottage. really top 10 material? Like, I mean, they do taper off quick, though. Like, there's, it, it seems Dance like it's very, 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 very top heavy. Right? I mean, Dance but even dead. like way down, you got Gutter Balls and Gutter Balls making a 10. So I was actually joking about this because when we were doing the top, I was kind of like, what was it six, seven, eight, nine? I was finding films that I owned and seen at four hundred and fifty to five hundred. <laughs> guys, like, guys, guys. There's seven hundred ninety-three horror films released in two thousand eight. Like, yeah. I'm not even making a master list on that. I'm doing like, you know, dude. Like, even on page so two, you there's have so many alien, that are garbage. Listen, though. page two of Letterbox, you have Alien Raiders. Like, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Fetus Gateway Meat. You have a lot of independent movies that would make our list moods. This would actually be a list full of yeah. uh, indies. Yeah. Pig This hunt. is not going to be a mainstream list. No, it's going to be like our 94 list where we had, what, three or four shot on video films in our list. You did. I think I only had one. <laughs> you yeah, had three. I, yeah, three. <laughs> <laughs> and me and you were the only ones with any shot on video movies on our list. And you had the three I did, and I had the one you did. So 94 has some pretty damn good shot on video films, though, man. It might be the year of the 90 shot on video movies. 94. It is. It's crazy, man. It, Honestly, like, 2000 Top quality ones. Too, bro. Yeah. I mean, like I, like I said, you know, like it's taught, like it, it tapers <clears throat> off quick. I was going through and I was like, I was hitting like 50, 60. I'm like, okay, well, these movies are decent, but I don't know if these are contenders for a top 10. How is there 853 fucking horror movies from 2009? Yeah. I know. Yeah, it, it, there, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. A I, lot. There, it definitely tapers off, but still, like, you go deep and you're still finding gems, though. Well, I was looking at the list going, man. Like me, Tony Dave, is on page two. Tony's an excellent movie. Yeah, Tony's awesome. I actually recommended Heartless is on page two. Heartless is great too. So I was thinking to myself, I'm like, me, Dave, JP, and Carly are gonna have such different lists, I think, from a lot of those years. Like I, I can just see the taste varying so drastically. So I don't know. Me cool. and Dave will probably have some similar ones for no, nah, we'll have a lot years. of indie films on there for, for what sure. year? I mean, like in the later two thousands, like the, six, the years are gonna like be real six, weird. seven, six, seven, and eight, nine, and stuff. I think those four years, I think they might be quite a variety. Yeah, probably. 
I'm just going to do all Asian movies. I mean, the thing is, watch all the mainstream movies and movies I know, and then all the Asian movies. See, something like Gutter Balls, where I personally fucking love Gutter Balls, right? Like, it's one of my all time favorite movies. Gotta make the list. I I could see JP not even having it. It would never make my list. That's what I'm saying. That's my point, right? That's exactly my point, right? You ain't never going to put Gutter Balls on your list? Hell no. He does not. Why not? It's bad. It's not bad. <laughs> it's bad. No, it's not. I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> that movie has ama- my list. It has amazing effects in it, man. It's not bad. Amazing effects? Yes, doing the, the bowling ball shiner scene. Give me a fucking the effects are pretty break. fucking good, JP. Dude, that scene is amazing, really man. For, okay, but are we putting like asterisks on everything for independent stuff no they're they're actually some of the better no i don't things. i mean dude, this honestly this- i don't remember a fucking single thing about the movie other than everybody seemed like they were overacting oh the acting's not good except dan ellis dan ellis the only guy's acting they now. did have a dude, world we, record we literally for the most wa- in a film we literally watched that movie like 10 years ago bro <laughs> I, yeah, I watched gutter balls like 12 times <laughs> me too me too I don't know. Maybe I, I I honestly gave it like an eight back then. And I'm one of these making my list. And and I'm one of Otis. And I'm one of the only people that has, that has ever seen gutter balls too, with Ryan. Yeah, that's true. He only ever showed, showed, showed showed it twice. It's crazy. And I was one of the screenings. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm actually looking forward to getting one of these 2000 years. Should be fun. I hate it. All right, let's get back. Let's get back to the. Uh, Just kidding. The, the, I don't care. Let's get back care. to two thousand and one here. Um, with uh, yeah, Joyride from two thousand one, of course, starring the late uh, Paul Walker. We got Steve Zahn in the film. Lily, you know, I didn't even realize her name was Lily. Like, what a weird name that is. The main girl's name is Lily. Yeah, her actual name is Lily uh, Sabisky. Um, she always reminded me like I remember when this movie for, it might have been the first time I'd ever seen her she always reminded me like a, a of like a young version of like Helen Hunt she kind of looks like her yeah. like a younger version of her but I, she became I made pre- kind of a good no I was she did a few movies that were quite popular after I think she did the glass house and stuff and she was I, whatever happened to this chick I haven't really seen her in anything know. yeah she seemed like she was I know getting pretty big but I try not to be rude but it's funny because you know like how everybody considers Paul Walker like the hottest person ever Mm-hmm. Like I was watching it and I was just like, she's fine, but she ain't Paul Walker. Fine. <laughs> I was like, she's fine, but she ain't Paul Walker. Fine. Uh, I mean, like, uh, what? I mean, Paul Walker's a pretty handsome fucking dude, man. Yeah. She might yeah. be Steve Zahn fine. Like the thing about Paul Walker too, is he just has like that, like, you know, look he's got that every he's got that boy next door look like he doesn't look like he's trying hard he doesn't look like he's trying captain america quarterback but he's not a dickhead yeah Yeah. he just looks natural he doesn't look like he's trying too hard it's kind of an interesting look for him um so this movie right here is directed by john Dahl, uh who of course directed actually i i like a few of this guy's films i've I've preached about the last seduction jj abrams wrote this shit he wrote and produced the movie yeah he wrote and produced it (laughs) um but yeah, so he did a movie called uh, The Last Seduction in in, in 1994 with Linda Fran- Florentino, Bill Pullman, Peter Berg. It's like a film, uh, neo-noir kind of thing. It's really good. Actually, he started out making a bunch of these. Kill Me Again, I think, had Val Kilmer in it, which I think was another neo-noir. Mike Madsen's in that too, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then in 93, he did Red Rock West with uh, Nick Cage, who seems to get brought up in like every fucking did show. That's Dennis like another. Hopper too? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Dennis Hopper, um, Last Seduction. So he started out his career just doing these kind of neo-noir films, which are actually really good. I've never seen Unforgettable, and I believe that Linda Fer- yeah, Linda Florentino's in that movie too with Ray Liotta. It, it's, I was going to say, it's Ray Liotta. I know all his movies. I've never seen any except Joyride. Is that weird? You've never seen Rounders? So he did Rounders before this I've never seen any of those either. No. Okay. I know all his films though, and I know who's in them, and I always look at them, but I never watch them. Red Rock West, I have an import. I've always wanted to watch that. I yeah. He actually so, did a lot of TV as well. Yeah, he did tons of TV, but I've seen Red Rock West, Last Seduction, um, and Rounders, Joyride. So I've seen a lot of his movies. Um, this was definitely kind of a standout one for, you know, c- compared to what he had done before. It's just so different for him. Um, but yeah, written and uh, produced by J.J. Abrams, of course, from the Star Trek fame and Star Wars, I guess. That's kind of weird that he did stuff in both those franchises. Kind of weird because usually you're like a Star trek or Phantasm you're just a Star get re-released too yeah. and remastered. Yeah. yeah so Abrams is uh, he's done some work over the years, man. Um, yeah, so, uh, I like I, I like some of his work. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Star didn't Wars do, or Star um, Trek and stuff. Didn't so. he do Super 8? That was fun. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah he I never Super saw 8. Super 8. It's you fun. never saw it? It's fun. It's yeah. a fun movie. I stayed at one, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> Who hasn't? Come on. Cheapest fucking places. All right, so quick little synopsis. Three people on a road trip from Colorado to New Jersey talk to a trucker on their CB radio, then must escape when he turns out to be a psychopathic killer. All right. So, yeah, that is really the short and long of this one. Basically, what happens is Paul Walker is going to pick up his girlfriend, played by Lily uh, Sebesky. What? Not his girlfriend. His childhood friend. friend. His childhood best friend. <laughs> Whatever. His childhood He wants girlfriend. it to be his girlfriend. Exactly. We're going to every little detail of this movie. Yeah. So, his childhood. Four hours to get this description done. Mm-hmm. best friend from uh from you know from school and you know but he's got to make a pit stop to go pick up his uh his brother who's just been arrested played by steve zahn so he picks up his brother joins him on the road trip in like a weird sequence of events i've never been able to understand why they do this but they stop at this place and steve zahn like just purchases a cb um, to put into so the car they they purchase it so they can go faster by checking for cops <laughs> like, who cares man like really no people well, do no, that they used bro. to do that people shit do before that. they had those apps on your phone yeah yeah like people would like we used to have one in in not in my car but like like a family friend who would do that yeah i mean i guess it makes sense i mean i've heard because Tr- truck drivers were like talk too yeah he's like a kojak on the back <laughs> right so of course they put the cb into the vehicle and they start fucking around on it and steve zahn kind of contacts this uh, truck driver and he passes it off and paul walker ends up pretending to be a girl and he kind of leads him on playing off this character by the name of candy cane and ultimately they tell him to like his you know, girl voice bro. Yeah, his girl voice and, and then they keep the joke going on and on and then they, they kind of <clears> set up a date for him to uh you know kind of meet up at this hotel and shit and it really doesn't go very Mot- well motel. because in, into a motel and what happens is he ends up killing this dude that's actually in this room that he they say him in. Him or something he don't yeah. kill him he rips, he rips his, jaw his jaw off bro yeah he kills him <laughs> he, like, his jaw right nasty, off. he didn't die bro. he didn't die he's in the coma <laughs> he he's might fine. but i mean he has no he literally <laughs> he has no be. jaw left so he's coming back he's coming back for part four <laughs> um it's called jaw ride yeah, that's so, the <laughs> 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 it's called jaw ride jaw ride yeah jaw ride jaw ride four so ultimately yeah so that kind of leads to this cat and mouse game where um yeah with uh this villain named rusty nail which i've always liked the villain's name of rusty nail it's kind of cool um the other kind of interesting thing about the rusty nail 
character is that he's voiced by Ted Levine, who's uncredited in the movie. So the actor that plays Rusty Nail doesn't do his own voice work. It's the voice of Ted Levine, no. who, of course, is. Are Buffalo you sure Bill. it's not Ted Levine it's as not. Rusty 100%. Nail? 100%. It's not. It's two different no, characters. It's just some fat guy. Yes. And he, not he's Levine. not even fat, though. He doesn't even look that fat at he all. He is fat. No, there's he's an uncredited guy. name for a different actor, and I actually read on it that he never. He doesn't do no, it's voice definitely work. not him. It's Guaranteed. Ted Levine who because does the voice work and he played Buffalo Bill and of course uh um Sounds yeah. of the Lambs. He's also in Heat and Bulletproof and Hills Have Eyes remake, but he's yeah. he's a bunch of shit. Yeah. No, but it's definitely not Ted Levine. You can tell, and they basically didn't credit him on purpose. Yeah. Right. And the, and actually the guy that plays Rusty Nail isn't even credited in the movie either, which is kind of weird. <laughs> like I don't know how he doesn't get it. It's actually credit, creepy. But- they really make a character without showing you. He's so well established and you never see the fucker. It's only a voice. That's one thing about this movie that I really find cool is that th- you're right because they don't actually really show his face. They kind of more in shadows. You don't really ever get to see exactly what he looks like and stuff. And you got this really creepy voice by Ted Levine and stuff. They do a good job of, you know, concealing the identity and stuff where in the sequels in part two, they showed a little bit more. And in part three, they just no fucks are given. And he gets know? less fat. And as the movies progress, like one, he's just like this chubby guy. And then two, he's like a little less chubby. And then three, it's just like, hey, we hired a professional stuntman. Yeah, because he's he's actually hired Jason. Jason. Jason for Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, he's played by three different characters or three different actors in three different movies. And actually, it's kind of funny too because the guy that plays Rusty Nail in the third one, which I always forget his name, he's actually in the second. Yeah, yeah, Chris Kigger, and uh, he's actually in the second movie as a different character. (laughs) Funny, kind of like how he was. He got killed by Jason in one of the Fridays. Yeah, then he just fucking was Jason in another one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I remember hearing, like, yeah, because he was uh, in, he was in Manhattan. Kane Hodder right? was all mad because they're like, no, we went with someone in from one of the other Fridays, and he's like, who's still wanting to be Friday? Jason after all the like Ted White, like, and they're like Ken Kersinger. He's like, who? <laughs> yeah, because he's in Manhattan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Okay. Um. So, your guys's thoughts on uh, Joyride? Love it. I like oh. it. Okay. I'm a, about- I, yeah. I'm a big I, fan. I'm a big fan. I think this is the first time I watched it all the way through. I, I think it's like an like perfect for what it is, like the, like a thriller horror hybrid. You know what I mean? Like I I, I think that the characters are likable. Uh, they have good charisma, especially the brother. Like he he just seems like a a douchebag older brother, right? That that is sort of gets off on gets mm-hmm. away with his charm and is like. Uh, you know, goofy nature and, and and carefree attitude, but he might kind of be an actual dickhead deep down. You know uh, what I mean? I don't know. I don't get that from his character. I think that he's just kind of like a lost soul that just kind of just does stupid things, gets himself into trouble and stuff. I don't think he's like douchebag is a very specific term. It's it, it really comes from the scene where he is, you know, knows that his brother likes this chick and then you know he maybe alcohol is involved but he definitely went down there with intentions to right well yeah because he's he's staring her he's staring at her you know in her eyes and stuff and then he comes around the corner he's also just a loser he's a fuck up yeah he's a fuck up like i said he's a lost soul he's kind of that lost soul and he uses comedy to kind of like you know get him through life and shit like that right he's he's really he's kind of getting away from the truth himself he's he's talks his way out of things exactly man he's afraid to be as himself and he's like you know when people get nervous and shit they either sing or just start talking too much or making stupid jokes it's like him every moment of his life right yeah but i like him he reminds me he's a good he's a good character he's likable he's likable in the fact that like 
you know, that he is, he's the comic relief in the film, but he's not over the top. It's not like ridiculous, like, you know, right. punchline shit. Well, he seems real. They seem like it real characters. Like how he they're, would, they're both like, well-rounded. Is. Yeah. And like, even the scene where he's like, he's like, uh, after the dude like shoulder checks him in the, in the grocery store or whatever, the gas station. And then mm-hmm. they, the they get the rusty nail dude there. Yeah. And they're like, he's like, you're telling me you saw that and you don't want to, you, you're not jumping at this opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. he, like just how like intense and like, how do you not like go through with it after that? Like, <laughs> I just, you know what I, what I like about talking. it though, you genuinely feel kind of bad for rusty nail at first. No, you no, really no, a hundred percent because he's just some loser, like sad boy. Boy, I never did this before. And, and yeah, which is why the sequels don't really do justice to the character because I don't think Rusty Nail ever did this before. I well, think no, he's nasty. No, he definitely, he's definitely has some dark shit going on because he but I even don't think says. So that's my question, actually, because it's not, he's not, he's not established as like a super, like there's no. I don't think they mention anything about, you know, the slaughter highway or whatever it was. Um, no, and show like the sequels. And stuff. So I'm thinking I'm, that. so my question was when I watch this film again, because I think that, do you think that they kind of created the character of Rusty nail after they fucked with them? And then they realized they basically sent him to a room with some racist fucking fat white dude. And, I think, and, and I think they snaps. did. And he fucking if snaps. you realize what he does is he initially says, apologize. He wants right. an apology, and then when he corners them the first time, he doesn't kill them. If it was the Russian nail from two and three, he would have killed them immediately. Oh, That's why dude, we, it's, it's such not two and three are very dude, kind of poorly written. They don't do justice rip, to the characters. Sequels, dude. They, yeah, yeah, that, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it, but they don't do justice to the character. They're not. They're no, not in the same. They're league. not. They're not, not in the same league. You also, you also have to remember though, too, you're because right, right. by Joyride two, it's seven years later, and they do establish the fact that, like, hey man, there's a lot of shit that a lot of people are going missing on this stretch of highway. A lot of bodies mount up, yeah. and like, and saying that does actually make sense because it has been seven years later now. So they, so that highway's established that there's something fucking sinister My, going on on here. So that character being written like that kind of makes sense that the bodies have been piling up over seven years, and then of course, well, three, I mean, which they, is six years later, snap, right? Yeah, they definitely made him snap. My, my thing okay. is, well, see, the one thing that I think he might have done something like this in the past is that he talks about the rain and how it washes things away and keeps people inside and stuff. He only he says, says it that twice. afterwards. He only says it twice, but he doesn't say it keeps people clean until after he did the first act of uh, violence. He says it he right says at, at the, the very end. I like the rain. It keeps people too. inside. That's all he says. He does not say wash them clean. And that would be a I reference to Taxi Driver. No, he does not. I just watched it. I listened to it today at work again. <laughs> you listened to it? I only listened. I watched it once, and then I listened to the dialogue. That is true. That I is true. Working. He does say that. And he only um, says he only says it first, the first time, I like the rain. It's supposed to be a big storm. It keeps people inside. And the very end on the CB, after everything's happened, you know he's made it away. He says, I like the rain. It keeps people inside. It washes away and makes everything clean. Right, but it's something because that he's now, it he's now looking like to be... It's he's like looking his to thing, be though. somebody to cleanse now, to be almost like one of those killers that wants to cleanse the evil or whatever the fuck yeah. he's doing. But that's why I think that they created him more so than he's done something. He might have done some shady shit, but I honestly feel he snapped because he wants an apology in right. a way he feels uncertain. He shows up with fucking pink champagne for Christ's sake. It's a, he's it's not done anything like this. Yeah, it, it's kind of like and, a justification, And in part two and right? three, he's like not even the same character and he doesn't have a shred of what he was before, which is fine because they're cheap sequels. But I'm saying I truly think that they helped create this guy to be the monster. Oh, no. I mean, dude, what they're doing is clearly wrong. Like, it's horrible. I, I mean, it's it's 
they're it's, being it's dangerous too. They put both their lives at risk. The other dude had it coming. Rusty Nail really didn't have it coming. Yeah, I mean, like I, I actually felt bad for him right at the beginning. I mean, I think you're supposed to a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what's brilliant about so, the movie. So in a sense, it's almost like vigilantism, right? He's like, oh, these guys are fucking, you know, doing. But he's some also bad hurting people on. that have nothing to do with it too in the process. So he's obviously yeah. he's snapped. He's a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and, and that, that's Ice definitely Man. where you lose all the the sympathy for yeah. uh, Rusty Rusty Nail at that point, where because oh. he doesn't really. I mean, but they but again, and that's in the writing too because they really don't you know you don't sympathize too much with rusty nail in that moment maybe a little bit because you know he's kind of done wrong and stuff and he does he does a horrific act but he also does take out a fucking you know a super racist motherfucker too so it's kind of like that guy got what was coming to him it's like foreshadowing with this guy saying all that fucking shit in the uh, well he also kills like other people that are innocent like he killed one of the clerks he killed the ice guy he killed uh he hurt other people and stuff and he put he's just, he obviously snapped he like, only really he, he actually takes the ice guy yeah which i don't know how the fuck he did that but <laughs> at least his body at least his body. <clears throat> right yeah you know he only there's only three deaths in the entire movie though it's kind of it seems like there's more right. and it's weird but there's only three total and How's there, who's the two third? Of them, two um the the ice truck driver he's 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 the first because technically the guy without the jaw didn't die. Well, I think we're going to count that guy's. I think we're going to count that okay. guy's probably a death. And then we so. got the store clerk and that's off camera, off screen. There's and all the two, deaths are off screen. There's two. I think the ice truck, the truck explosion when he hits the truck. I mean, that's on screen, right? Yeah, but but he's not dead yet. We don't know because he's ends up in the end in the uh, cab. Yeah, no, th- that guy actually in there, I think, is the dude. Um, is that not the guy that it's the ice guy? Yeah, so is that the guy that brings back the credit card to him? Yeah, that's he put him in there. Dude, so that scene is that, so ridiculous. Yeah, they're like so running. I, I think they assume. I think I think they're implying that that's shit. he's the dead guy. So you're no, right, though. Yeah, of are. course. That's, no, they are. They just basically they, come out and say it. They come yeah. out and say it. It's kind of funny yeah. though. Like in this movie, it's it's you know this movie with like you know there's a bunch of carnage, things are happening and stuff, and there's like three kills and two of them are off screen. It's like it really does not kind of focus on that. It's, yeah, it's like, a, it's more thriller, dude. Yeah, it really is. Well, the, see, there was, there was like alternate, there's like a bunch of alternate shit with this movie too. I remember this when I first bought the DVD back in like the mid two thousands. Yeah. But there's like, there's like a 29 minute long alternate ending. Yeah. What I was, was going to rewatch it and I couldn't, I, I forgot to, um, the, uh, so they, Rusty now shotgun suicides himself. And what? then they, <laughs> yeah, bro. And where in the truck? Yeah. And then um, they they uh, the, there's like a bunch of bodies in his trailer, so I think oh. that's kind of alludes to he might have been doing it longer. Yeah, you're right. Um, but then, which uh, I'm glad Ryan, they didn't do that because they they set up this whole franchise to like. I actually think the ending. This guy just fucking the best one. This guy just fucking yeah. wins in every movie. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, and uh, one is with, with Rusty now getting arrested after being beat up by the two brothers bullshit uh, artist one is where the tr- where they um he, he gets ran over with his own truck um and then there's also alternate yeah like, i don't remember these there's there's also um there there's also like apparently the the girl was supposed to be romantically interested in both brothers which you can kind of see in the movie but that there was like scenes that they um shot where they were like 
I guess she like kissed both of them or something in different scenes. But I'm glad they cut all that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the the way yeah, it the looked, I, think, pace it is. I think the ending that they used compared to those works a lot better. Like having Rusty Nail commit suicide is kind of stupid because you know then it just kind of ends it, right? You can't really bring well, back that character. He kills himself, <laughs> and especially if you find a bunch of bodies in his truck. Like, why is he killing himself so he doesn't get caught? Like, I, I don't understand. Well, yeah, I no, think it's just like he's there's too many questions. Like, he's tr- he's honestly kind of a tragic character, right? I mean, he's probably just. Fuck yeah, it. but if you have him have like a hundred bodies in his truck, he doesn't seem very tragic. It kind of defeats well, who he is. It's it, it goes depends, right? Because it could be well, anybody who kills anybody is an asshole to begin with. But I'm saying, yeah. like, it, he seemed like a character who was like picked on and had his enough of society and and the human race, right? Like that's the well, vibe Travis from Taxi Driver. That's why the rain quote reminded <clears throat> me of that at the very right. end. <clears throat> right. I wish exactly. a rain would come wash them all away. You know yeah you know and but actually the the only one where there was four i think alternate endings and this is the only one where he lived is the one we got i think all the, the all, all the other ones he dies yeah i think this is the best way to go to be honest I think well, i was just best. saying i don't like the idea of him killing himself but yet having a bunch of bodies in his back unless he was going to be caught well you know that changes I mean? that, that changes just, the whole perspective of the it, movie I, though, I don't, because it changes everything for me because if you're if you're looking at like these guys created rusty nail by setting him up and making him do some shit in a in a hotel in a motel room then you know if you get that alternate andy with bodies building up then it doesn't they did they didn't do shit this guy was already a fucking murdering piece of shit so it changes the whole perspective of the movie him killing himself doesn't seem like a character trait at all he seems way too strong-willed to do that so i don't believe that shit either well Um, i mean especially if he's killed a bunch of people already right why would you see if he didn't and he killed himself out of guilt but you know no, no fucking serial killers ever off themselves they go down in flames man these uh, guys fight to the death sure. leonard light killed himself so he wouldn't get caught one out of like 1700 yeah. but um, you're right yeah you're right. i i, I can't oh. remember but i i would need what? to watch the alternate endings again. forgot yeah. one forgot one road horror movie that not one person mentioned on that list fucking unhinged man unhinged oh, yeah. was a great one yep with russell crowe the best best road horror movie oh yeah. Oh, yeah 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 um man, but i don't think you know what a bad day is I want to see yeah. him fight Rusty Nail. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I and Rusty Nail, like the character is, is super interesting and and creepy. I, like just the fact that they're driving, and then this dude's still on the radio. Has anybody seen Candy Cane? Like, bro, it's been I, okay, hours. I, I got a question. Doing, I got dog? a question here, and I think I noticed this. Okay, so last time I watched Joyride was when Joyride three came out. I watched Joyride one and two before I watched three, just to kind of refresh and stuff, and. I think I had the same question before. I don't know if this is just like a, I don't know, full on continuity issue or just like a, like a location thing, but I always wondered, and I know it's film and you got to separate your, you got to separate reality sometimes and things like that. But I always wondered how in the fuck, because it's not really fully explained. I don't think that how he abducts the, the, um, his, uh, the girl, how he abducts the girl. And so he somehow abducts her, which I don't really know exactly where she would have been because remember she was heading home for school break or whatever. So she, he abducts her somewhere somehow. He must've been following the entire time. That's the idea that you get is, is he never, after he lets them go, he never actually let them go. He just followed them around and then he sees a girl. But wouldn't she be going in a different direction though? Like she's not related to the, them. He must've grabbed her right away. that's what i kept thinking too i'm like so he grabbed her right away with a plan already because he has her and then of course that awesome scene where 
you know, he spray paints on the signs. He's like, look in the trunk. And then he's obviously been at the motel where he put the CB back into there. So he was following them. That's clear cut that he was following. But I was just wondering where in the mix of things that he takes the girl to kind of set it up to where, you know, here's a CB. I've got your girl, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? I kept thinking about it. Probably right after uh, (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Right. So you have to kind of like insert. There's a lot of stuff in in these type of movies where even the hitcher, like, because when you're dealing with road, because when you're dealing with a, with a big reality, like road, like there's a lot of distance you're covering and there's a lot of time involved in driving and stuff like that. So I'm just like, man, it seems way too quick. You gotta be for those CBs. You know what I mean? How close do you gotta Uh, be? They say, were they five miles in the movie or yeah, something? Yeah, they, they, they're not overly too far. So you have to be yeah. pretty close. But uh, yeah, so I always had a question about that because it does seem like a valid question, right? So how the fuck would that guy know that fucking there's a, they can drive for 40 miles straight without getting pulled over by a cop if they only get a five-mile fucking thing? Yeah, there's uh, obviously no. a little bit. Good, good, good question. Well, because somebody could have been coming from there and are closer to you now. You're right. You're right. You're right. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, there's an interesting little uh, little factoid here. So when they get to the hotel there and the brother's watching the TV and he sees, uh, he clicks onto the porno channel. <laughs> now, that quick little scene there, and I, I, I've recognized her from day one of watching this film because at the time she was still doing porn. She actually... So this is what leads me into the little story here. The porn actress that's on TV, her name is Animal. Anna and then M-A-U-L. She was a famous She's porn. She's in the AVN Hall of Fame, dog. Yeah, she was uh, She was a famous porn star in like the 80s and 90s. I used to rent her movies all the time. She was one of my favorite porn stars. She actually got killed the same way that Paul Walker died. She died in a car oh. accident. In, like The porn star. She died in a car accident in- I like, said, oh. 2006, 2007. Just ironically enough, right? That she makes an appearance in this film and- you know, he later dies in a car accident kind of the same way. I just thought that was kind of a weird thing. But yeah, she was like a very, very famous porn star. So just thought I'd bring that up. I just recognized her right away. She's that got that weird. face. She's very, very recognizable. I just thought it was kind of a strange coincidence. Joyride's going to be on Cursed Films next. Yeah, it's just fucking weird to me, man. Isn't it kind of weird that Paul Walker's like entire career, like what he's known for is like cars? Well, I don't think it's a coincidence that he was cast in this film because he was into like fast cars and driving and stuff pre Joyride and obviously getting his role in uh, Fast and Furious and stuff like that. So I don't think this is a coincidence. They were looking for somebody that could probably drive. Maybe Fast and Furious come out the same year as this. Not sure. But he obviously had a history of driving and probably even doing his own stunts and stuff. I never looked into doing driving. Actually, Fast and Furious came out the same year as this. Yeah, I'm assuming he Jeez. did some of the work on it and stuff too. Why not hire an actor that can do this and they kind of duel it up why and not? stuff, right? Yeah. So it made perfect sense why he would do this movie and go on to do those. So that Running Scared movie, is, is that a road movie? I've never seen it. I heard it's good though. He's in that, right? Is it road? Running Scared? I've never um, seen it. I can't really remember. I can't like remember. one crazy night movie where he's like running from somebody. Yeah, I don't know if I've actually ever seen it. I know the movie you're talking. I can't think. Of I it. hear good things about it. I really did. I heard a lot of good things. Yeah, if I did, I'm it's I'm spacing on that one, but yeah. Um, so yeah, no. I overall like I like this movie. I think it's you know it's got decent production. It did well at the box office, which I was quite surprised. Um, but I do think though, like once they pick up uh the girl Lily, um, in the film, it does slow down a little bit in the middle and then it kind of obviously picks up in the end. It's just funny, like, you know, coming back and, you know, kind of keeping track of like 
these type of movies sometimes i i have this weird thing about me i always like to keep track of like the death the death toll the body count you know whatever you want to call it and this one has it's such a strange film it has three deaths and two are off screen and it just seems like there's so much more carnage in it but there really isn't i mean that's obviously not the focus but he is pretty bad shit though in this like he it seems like he's more hell-bent and there's probably could have been a probably a bigger body count to the film yeah could have added some kills I, I think that it's like kind of like what what's effective about the movie is like the suspense aspect and like the the like actual like scariness of it the fact that he's always around you know what i mean and and yeah like logistically if you actually think about it it probably doesn't make the most sense but that most road horror most road movies don't it doesn't really make sense how they could always be around you and stuff like that in general especially in a big um, but like the scene where he, you know he's just like you know mama's boy you really should get that fixed and he's like get what fixed and he's like that tail light and yeah. and it's like oh fuck he's the where the fuck is he man well <laughs> that that creepy ass speech he gives like you know what they do when they can't identify a body they cut off his oh. fingers and ah, that's fucking nasty yeah dude that could that could make you seem like he killed somebody before and also there is a scene yeah. where he's talking on the radio and he cuts out and i feel like he said something fucked up yeah and you didn't hmm. get to hear it yeah right. so i mean it's up in the air but it being up in the air is so much more satisfying than just knowing right i agree with you i think that it's i, I think that he's just an interesting character yeah. and you kind of can fill in the blanks and and think about him how you want because they don't I agree and that's I like it that's cool you know what i mean and he's mis- very mysterious they don't show him much he's you know uh, he's a character by a voice almost the whole time yeah and the voice fun. is very good he's definitely and the most he mysterious and candy cane like yeah. that is fucking oh he's definitely also, the most mysterious and and the most frightening in this movie just because of oh, the yeah, fact yeah. that like he the way he's shown he's always in the dark light you never get to see the face but it's also the voice it's the way he comes off and stuff and he is just a lot more mysterious i mean the other movies are more kind of body count films and stuff but well they're slash by having the voice yeah, like, by having the voice the truck is the entity that is doing the killing which makes it scary and yeah. an unstoppable force and, and on, on top of that like it's it's smart because this guy did a lot of film noirs right so he keeps the killer in the shadows which is yeah. really mm-hmm. smart so yeah that's it's exactly. a nice touch i mean yeah i mean this movie's really good for what it is it's probably one of the best movies that came up around this time really if you think about it as far as horse concerned i can't think of too many yeah. better ones and, and this was a wide release, like big budgeted, like type of movie too. Um, oh yeah. And yeah. honestly, like you don't like you didn't really get a lot of fucking. Everything was starting to be remakes, and you know, just like two years later, it's just like all remakes and sequels. It was kind of cool to see something that was a little, you know, it might might take some influence from stuff that came before it, but a, an original character, you know. I like yeah. when he I like when he tells him to go into the diner and order six cheeseburgers a piece. I'm like, <laughs> dude, six cheeseburgers. That's the best, bro. <laughs> that part's that, great. Yeah, that did was you a, guys know who the uh, That was a great way to get uh, Paul Walker's bare ass on screen though. Right. Oh shit. Yeah. Did you guys know who that uh store manager was? He was like, this would be a good joke. That dude is the same dude in a uh, fucking um Near Dark and Terminator 2 who gets fucked up in the bar. He gets his throat slit by Bill Paxton in Near dude, Dark, shit. and he gets his leather jacket stolen in Terminator 2. I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. Is that the oh, same really? dude? No way. It's like, yeah, because I looked him up because I thought he was really good in a small little role. And then oh, I was like, funny. oh, that's funny. That's really funny. That's that guy. And I was only in like a handful of movies. 
And I also really like Jim Beaver in it. Jim Beaver is in, uh, he pops up in uh, Nightmare Alley and he's also in uh, Crimson Peak. The oh, Dark he plays the sheriff. He's the sheriff. He's yeah. great in it. He's like, you know, you, like, it's like an old fashioned Western. I'm giving you the sun down. You know, a while. Doesn't, doesn't he call him fucking like in the, it's so yeah, tough. I mean, the times he calls him retards. <laughs> yeah. And like, you're uh, just out to jail. What today, boy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh <laughs> so hard. The jail says yesterday. It. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. get out of my town, you retard! He's oh like, this is like a, gonna be like an old western, yeah, <laughs> old fashioned western, yeah, yeah. No, dude. it's a good movie, and the, the side characters are good too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah they sure. even have her uh, uncredited here, uncredited animal, crazy. It's so stupid though. Like when they're when they like, I, I like because you still don't know who the fucking guy is, right? So they see this ice truck pull up, and he's like. He's like, oh, oh shit! Like just the look of like how scared they are, and he's like trying to motion through them to from outside and shit like that. And then the dude is so unrealistic. But the ice truck, the ice trucker guy, like bolts out of the store and like looks around. Like he looks like the killer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he chases them. For- he's like the <laughs> nicest guy on earth. I wouldn't chase him down to get. Him a I know they're going down his dirt ass road, hitting mailbox and shit. I'm like, okay, I guess. I mean, I tried. I'm turning around now. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even bothered, man. That guy was too fucking nice. And they got. Dude, I've done it. that though. Like I've literally people have like left their credit card at the at the desk, and like I'll see, it, I'll be like shit, and I'll like run outside real quick, and I'm looking yeah, all around, running like, outside, but like you didn't fall down a dirt road going. No, like, I'm not gonna do all that with your truck but, of ice and shit. <laughs> but it's just funny that like they they hit fucking like destroy mailboxes, which is like a felony, and then the dude's like they're like we gotta get his finger. He's on the finger gun, dude. <laughs> it's like and i got a master oh. card <laughs> man this is funny man i'm just i'm reading through the trivia here and it, it, it said that stallone was uh considered for the role of rusty nail that's Yo, pretty funny what the voice is slow yeah dude <laughs> okay, it, said, it said the role i'm not sure if it was you know yeah. the, the voice or the actual physical person but yeah i don't know that's pretty that's funny, funny actually you're greedy you're greedy lazy oh wow toby mcguire was considered for the role of lewis that's pretty funny wow eric stoltz and eric roberts audition for the role of rusty nail <laughs> eric roberts would have been all right eric stoltz so that's fucking eric stoltz random. i don't think so no that doesn't he's too fucking small man they probably tried to play out the role and then they were like let's just not show rusty nail and just get a good voice which is smart yeah dude you know what's crazy is like they did so interesting so he all the voice stuff was done in post so yeah. that that'd be kind of weird acting, yeah. not hearing well that i'm sure they had voice. rusty nail the guy who played rusty nail was doing the well, voice and they're like this guy sucks that happened in phone booth too i guess they had an actor for i didn't see phone booth but that was a story they had an actor doing the voice right. like this doesn't work at all and he's like i'm calling keeper sutherland fuck this <laughs> can you imagine getting replaced like rusty nail's original voice was like candy cane where's you at candy this <laughs> <laughs> is so bad <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah Um, there's not that much fucking interesting trivia on this i was kind of looking through yeah it took all four years to make this movie though or or to get it made. i should say four years to get it made not to make it but yeah that doesn't really surprise me a lot of these movies take so long to figure out the the kinks but yeah i don't know all in all i think it's enjoyable you guys got anything else to say about it no oh interesting here's a bit of trivia 
the commercial in the TV uh, in the motel room with the spray on hair product, that commercial is used in Fight Club as well. That's okay. random. <laughs> it's very random. Is it a real commercial or just a fake one they made for movies? Like, I think it's a fake one. Yeah. Hmm. That's probably why they reused it. They're both 20th Century Fox, aren't they? They must be. Um, or is Fight Club? Oh, and Rachel, Rachel Singer's in Fight Club as well. Hmm. Who? The the lead chicken Fight Club. She's in Joyride. Yeah, she's at the uh, the gas. The um, she's the gas station manager. Still moving for like oh, two seconds. Yeah, her. Yeah, yeah but it's just interesting. Like that's kind of fucking weird. It is weird. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I got nothing else. Me yeah, either. I'm good. We all, <laughs> all thought the same. Like, <laughs> um. All right. Well, GP, what do you uh, what do you got on this one? Um, probably higher than you guys. I I've always really loved this movie. Um, it's one that I could honestly watch a lot. Um, it used to be on TV all the time, like just uh, on like FX, just always be on. Yeah. Um, I remember watching it a lot. I know Carly's a big fan of this one as well. Um, I'm coming in at an eight out of ten on this one. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. I actually I was torn between eight and eight and five. I'll give it. Oh, an eight. really? Yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, like I said, for what it is, there's not really that many better than it, is there? I can't think of any. No. Go with I mean, eight. It's, it's a good it's solid good. number. I mean, it, it for this year, it definitely is my top five, probably. Uh, I, I I made out of seven and a half on this one. I just honestly wish there was a little bit more um, kills in it, to be honest. I think there's just potential to have a little bit more and stuff, but it's kind of slows down a little bit for in the middle, for, uh, like a little bit. But if it's, it was like more of a slasher, I, I, I would agree with you, but I don't know. I just didn't even, I didn't even know, like think about kills in this movie or anything, you know, I, think I thought the, the shotgun mi- thing was kind of cool. The middle part of the movie just kind of like after they pick up, uh, um, the girl, it just kind of it slows down a little bit for me. It but. does a little bit. The first act's better. Yeah, and then it yeah. really does pick up in like the last like thirty minutes of the film. I would say is probably the best parts. Really, it gets pretty. It's very suspenseful. Although it is kind of funny when they they realize that fucking Rusty Nails like <clears throat> after them again, and they're like just fucking. He bolts up to the room, and he's like. He said you're up with your, your brother or something. That's a pretty good fucking question why you're up here. Yeah. But then they start just fucking freaking the fuck out. And then the the chick's like, what the fuck is going on? She's like, how scared should I be? <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that I think my big like one of my biggest complaints about the movie is that there isn't a, like there isn't that much actual road horror you know what i mean like it's not like, you know, the trucks running down the car and they're evading it and, you know, that kind of cat and mouse game and stuff the like action? that action. Yeah, essentially but like driving because the like horror it, to me it's like filled with road horror it's like the whole thing is like scary yeah but i mean it's stationary you know and, and motels and stuff. like look at the whole third act kind of thing i'm talking about like if you if you were to compare it to something like duel where it's literally cat and mouse like it's you know guys well, that's, that are on, that's like action though yeah but i mean that's the road horror of it it's well, fucking i mean like race with it, the devil literally it, is like on People the road like jumping on the fucking rv and getting shot yeah, and then like trying shit, to stab like, him i'm just yeah. saying there's potential to have that in here to have those type of scenes but there actually really is none of that in the, in the movie at all they they definitely in the sequels they kind of exploit that a little bit more where they do have a little bit of like road chases especially by the third one it, it seems to take place more in a bigger scale like on the road and stuff and and uh yeah i mean 
just going back to the road horror elements, but yeah, this one's just well, a- it depends what you consider road horror too. Cause to me, that's like road action. You know, that's more of like the, like, that's not the horror. It's fucking scary. You got a horror. fucking rig chasing you down in your car, dude. That's horrific, man. I'm Fuck. just saying like, to me, like road horror also means like the, the yeah, horror well, stuff on the your road. Your definition could be completely just... wrong. Like it is right now. So you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Dude, right. if I was in a car and I was getting chased ba- down by a fucking Peterbilt 359, I'd be shitting I'm my I'm not pants. saying that that's not road hard, too. Look what I'm it did to the ice truck, man. I'm just, blew through I'm, that just shit. Saying, I'm just saying that the other stuff to me is also road horror. Of course, yeah. of course. But I just wanted, you know, some of those elements right, in there. Right, and of right. course, you can finish it off in the, in the motel and have a rig going through a motel and, you know, big explosions and all that type of shit. And, you know, it's all fine. It's got to end somewhere. But, you know there's potential there so anyways that is going to conclude joyride from 2001 joyride 2 dead ahead we got a long road ahead of us all right so getting into the sequel from 2008 called joyride 2 dead ahead um so this one is directed by lewis marneau who i recognize the name okay let's see what this guy he did he did carnosaur 2 back in 1995. <laughs> he did soldier boys in 95 retroactive in 97 made man oh he directed bats in 1999 okay oh so speaking of road horror he did the hitcher 2. i've been waiting have you guys seen that so did the, no. the hitcher 2 was a sequel to the original film right but done after the remake no, it, techni- no, it came no. out before the remake. Oh, okay. So they did the sequel and then okay. You've not seen it either, Moods? I've done no, it's I've got seen Gary it. B- it's got Jake Busey in it, right? I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. It's terrible. Yeah. I, I don't, I, honestly not I, I i remember liking it a little bit. I don't bit. think it was that it, bad. Dude, see Thomas Howell's in it. <laughs> yeah, Jake Busey is actually a pretty good villain though. So Yeah. Um, yeah, cuz it's uh, Yeah, it I mean, I thought it was I think I would like to revisit that because I don't better really, or worse than Henry to mask of sanity. Oh man. We, we trash. I we, trashed we Henry. Henry. I trashed um, it. Honestly, I think it's on. better than the remake. Hitcher two is better than the remake. Yeah, I, I would agree. It. Actually, I would agree too. I think the Hitcher two is better than the remake. I think I remember yeah, thinking I, that. Also, I think the so. remakes kind of ass. Yeah. I heard it's pretty bad. I mean, it's, it's definitely not up there with like fucking, you know, prom night remake and the fog and not as bad as those ones, but I managed to avoid all three of those April fool's day. That's another really bad Dude, one. The oh fog. God. And what was the other one you just said? Moods uh, prom night. Actually, I'll take prom. Pro- See the thing. April with prom fool's night day is the first movie sucks. So it's like, they're really well, April fool's day or prom night, prom night, prom night. But the, the sequel, or, I mean, the remake actually, I think is like, it's PG thirteen. Yeah, exactly. And didn't they do it's that not April Fool's Day though? Oh, I don't know. I th- I'm, like, in, it, I mean, it's bad. I gave it a yeah, five. But but, or but, if, but but if any movie can be PG thirteen, it's April Fool's Day. I think the original probably should have been PG. No, we're talking about honest. prom night. I know, but he just said that. Like, yeah, yeah. I Both always think of those right? three movies as being some of the worst remakes of that like time period. Day of the Dead, kind of, dude. That was that was another bad. really was, bad. Yeah, but see, that Day of the Dead was like not even a big budget movie you know what i mean yeah like these were like theatricals like those april fool's day was a big budget movie remake yeah it was like theatrical yeah like i yeah. think those all got theatricals it's crazy for me the fog is the worst one. Oh, the fog it's so awful. horrible it is it's just like what <sighs> makes you wonder man it's fucked up it's like what the hell are they even doing 
I don't know. It's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, all right. So synopsis. After their car breaks down in the desert, four friends try to find their way back to civilization while trying to escape Rusty Nail's bloody wrath. All right. This movie is pretty crap. I like it. <laughs> it's pretty shit. You know what's pretty terrible? Character is pretty fun. terrible. You know what I can't fucking stand is the Rusty fucking Nail's terrible. The blonde, the blonde chick in this movie, man. She's oh. terrible. She's such a. When she freaked out that one time, I started laughing. Yeah, like, like, ah, the side of the road, I started cracking up by myself. Oh, she's so irritating in this movie. Um, and that one dude's so over the top that the guy who shows up from MySpace and he's just like being over. Oh, dude, like it was that time. I, I don't remember who annoying. pointed this out recently, <laughs> but like during this time, they're like, "Hey, remember where every character has to be annoying asshole that nobody likes, and you have to spend all this time with them, and they're all going to be mean to each other the entire fucking time till where they grade on your actual nerves." Yeah, I like that. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like it's they kinda- do have movies that do a good job of it, like House of Wax. <laughs> From yeah. 2005, but like this is these they're not nobody's really good actor in this. Like no, it's probably they, the writing, they, I, the dude, dialogue's you, trash. To me, this is a cheap sequel. You know what I mean? This is what people talk about when they talk about cheap sequels. It's a cheap sequel well, that should have been direct to video, especially in the in the makeup of like how the foursome gets together. Like we've got this couple that the point of the thing is they're going to I think the Vegas to get married, right? Yeah. And um, the girl has her sister with her, and then she invites her internet boyfriend that she, I think she's meeting for the first time. Yeah. So he yeah. comes along on this road trip, and of course, you know, shit happens. They break down, and and um, it, it, the plot's weird. Like they just. They they just fucking steal a car. Well, they, yeah, they break into his house, break a window, or all rude, dude. This is like the most a, convenient thing ever, though, right? They 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 kind of if they find this house after they break down, which kind of makes sense. I mean, you break down, you're looking for somewhere to go, and whatever. But the fact of the matter is that they actually steal Rusty Nails' fucking. And car. And then they leave a cell phone <laughs> number, like we'll return it. But again, you know, it's off. the characters trying to be respond. Hey, we borrowed your car, and but they do. They actually. I mean, at the same like, time, like, what the hell do you do? I mean, you might have to do that. They actually did say know, over and over again that they're not for, stealing like, the car. They're actually boring. That's why they left a number. So yeah. hey, yeah, we're gonna give it back to you. We just well, needed to get out of here to get help to get our car fixed. But man, what what are the chances of finding a fucking seventy one Chevelle? I'd be like, oh my god, boner tastic. That seems like, like something Rusty now would have though. Well, that's lie. that's a perfect kind of open road <laughs> car, man. A Chevelle. Well, not for not for fuel wise, because you know you're running your yeah. probably three fifty four and or four fifty four, and you're like you're burning. <laughs> take a fuel well, every fucking six. I miles. did think that the uh, Goldilocks thing was kind of creative, though. Yeah, call them Goldilocks was cool. Yeah, because yeah, it, it's you know like first she's like wait Goldilocks, and then he's like yeah you uh, didn't Goldilocks uh, break into a house, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like oh yeah yeah, and then like he knows that she's blonde too so and then that's yeah. uh, cool I, I thought that was well, neat. the opening scene probably the, the smartest thing in the entire movie it didn't well, feel like it rusty didn't, now. it didn't feel like rusty neil that's why the problem with the sequels that, are but you know what dave when i saw that i was like well at least we're setting it in stone right now that this what this see, is you well, know see, what I mean? you're after right, watching Candyland this year like it's just such a poorly done like thing with prostitutes in comparison yeah, but this you know what? So See, done. like, I get it though. Like, the beginning of the film, you, you get this, like, you know, this hooker being picked up and she gets decapitated and stuff and kind of sets the, it kind of sets the standard that, you know, this is going to be a little bit more of a gory kind of body count. Yeah, this is film. what happens when you put more kills in it. <laughs> but at first, you're like, yeah, that does seem kind of odd of Rusty Nail, but you got to remember this is seven years later. And as the film progresses, like, you kind of get this feeling that he's been doing this for like the last seven. If you, if yeah. you, if you put yeah. the perspective of real time, this is seven years like, later. This is what he's been doing and it's kind of showing you that seven years has passed. 
fast. And this is where Rusty Nail is at now. Now he's giving no fucks. He's picking up hookers and killing for the sake of killing them. So, I, I so, mean, I get it. Still not the it's same character, like, but I'll no, whatever. definitely not. We'll, we'll go. It's kind of like it. Wolf Creek too, where they kind of like cheesed it up and made it more like gory and gratuitous. But for some mm-hmm. reason, for me, Wolf Creek two works probably because John Jarrett is such a good actor and it's so much yeah. better than this. It's so, literally just a like, body count film, man. And there's some yeah. awesome parts in Wolf Creek too. I actually really like Wolf Creek too. Wolf yeah. Creek two is good. This isn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say this is a good well, movie. It's got some decent <laughs> kills. I mean, it's essentially, it, it's kind of funny because it's got the Dude, same genetic makeup as the first film. It's literally these people on a road trip. They get all it's con- just bad. Know, fucked up with. It just doesn't have up. the direction. The director is what made that. The directing and acting and writing is what made yeah. that first movie. Yeah, this one doesn't have that noir yeah. kind of dark. This one is, is a, like literally just a, a cheap fucking sequel where they, it's, they it's don't. It's a road slasher film. They, but the they, quality drops so much. It, like it, I don't think yeah, the if you're quality's ever been the, this bad. If you're, if you're comparing it to the first film, it's it's bad. I kind of have to. I mean, like if even you're if taking you look at, like Leprechaun two, the quality didn't dip that much. N- no, of course not. That, there's the quality, quality throughout so that whole fucking franchise. What the hell are the you? The quality's about? always been low because <laughs> yeah, the, this movie this movie had about a thirty million dollar less budget or something like that. So did yeah. it really? Yeah, yeah. It, it, the yeah, budget no, was way the, lower on this. The first one did so successful. You're gonna cut the budget by that much. They're such cheap fucks, dude. They could have made a decent franchise, but they want to suck and they're like, they want to be like, nah, we're giving you five hundred dollars to make Jorod two. So one thing, well, no, this this was intended to be direct to video, but they just happened to put it in theaters and get a little bit of revenue. Can yeah. you imagine if you saw this in theaters, you'd be like, what's what is happening? Yeah, but like this was a limited release. Okay, so theatrical film. I have a little bit of a different perspective on the movie because I, I don't think I ever noticed this before and I watched it last time, but maybe I did and I just forgot. But I'm watching this movie and I'm like, man, I'm like the the setting of this film looks so damn familiar to me. And uh, so there's a scene where they're on the road and they're kind of going into the city or into this town and stuff. And I was it like, was filmed in British Columbia. So I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, I know exactly. So in British Columbia, man, we have like, you know, when people die in car accidents on the roads and stuff, we, we put crosses on the side of the road. Like they're fucking BC. Yeah, is literally, you, can't even, you can't even go fucking 10 steps in, in, in BC without finding a cross. Can't and even take a poopy on the yeah, side. Yeah, we of the have road. a lot of them out here too. Yeah, it's just it's Maybe crazy. Not a bunch of graves. Yeah, it's just fucking nuts how many there is. But anyways, so there's a scene where they're kind of going into this uh, into this town or whatever, and I recognize the cross on the side of the road instantly because it's the one just outside of Cash Creek, and it's always done up. Whoever takes care of that one cross always kind of puts like new flowers and new th- and it's been there as long as I can even remember, like thirty fucking years, and it's crazy. So. Um, I recognize that, it right away, and I'm like, uh, is this this is obviously filmed in BC. So I look, yeah, sure, sure, shit is cash. Is that the real stretch of road moods where a lot of people got murdered? No, in that no, area. No, that's like on its way down to Vancouver. Um, okay. That runs right through my town and goes north to south, kind of thing. What's it's that different. road called? Highway of Tears. Okay, that's the yeah. one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. no, it, this I mean, is kind of a take on that, right? No, the sense. next one is. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, that's where they talk about the slaughter road. I can't remember which. It's the next one. They okay, okay. Do they not bring it up in this one too, Slaughter Alley or whatever? Do they not mention it in this uh, film? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay, think they literally made a cheap version of Highway of Tears. Yeah. So, so anyways, I recognize it right away. I'm like, oh my god! Like, I I literally drive through Cash Creek all the fucking time. Like, it's only about four hours from my house, and I was like, okay. So, and then those scenes in it, like, kind of in the the dune areas and stuff. That's all in Ashcroft, which is just outside of Cash Creek. So I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, man. I recognize fucking everything that's going on in this film. It's pretty cool. So. A little bit biased so he, in that in that sense of location wise, because you know, there's like a million films that are 
film to be seen. And it's just kind of cool to recognize stuff so specific, like that cross. Like, I'll, I, it's something I've seen a thousand times, right? So, kind of cool. But, anyways, that's, uh, it doesn't really add to the film being a good movie <laughs> at all. Do you guys see the Saw influence in this shit? Oh, absolutely. Making him do shit and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm like, holy shit. And it, it I was, just, I instantly got teleported back to 2008 because it's actually like, my no- that's actually this my was notes. so prevalent in in like direct-to-video films like everyone was trying to be saw it, it, and the torture you know hostile and saw i just feel like aspects just I, they weren't in slasher films before this. no no and i i feel like you know that was the progression of these type of films and stuff and it's like well how do we how do we write the rusty nail character we can't just have them being kind of vague and doing whatever we gotta i mean the the one common theme in all three of these movies is that you know rusty nail never actually started anything with these people it's kind of funny how in all all the films they did something to him that sets them off even though we know by this point that he's out there doing shit to people regardless of anything right right but you know in this one they 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 obviously steal his car which you know would piss off anybody especially if it was a 71 chevelle give me a fucking break um but i but if it was me i won't lie i won't lie if i came across that car and i had the keys i'd at least take it for a spin because i'm a huge i love well, six anything from like 67 to like 72 73 in that muscle car era i love my barracuda my fucking car. my dusters and my chevelles and my fucking gtos those are like my dream cars i love all those he also of cars. pissed him off in the diner yeah you know i mean he followed him so then he also yeah. did that dumb bullshit like if that dude would have done that and i was with him i would have got up and left i'd be like shut the fuck up i'm leaving. oh dude 100 percent. i would be right. like bro fucking like, i hate when people do that shit when they're somewhere they 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 not they don't really belong and they still gotta like they disrespect the people who are there yeah, yeah they talk loud enough to, shit. they talk loud enough for them to hear you you're like oh, i'm fucking better than you i'm just gonna talk shit about uh, you know all these hicks and stuff that's not a good see idea, see in real life that dude would not be able to do that for long because somebody would beat his ass right <laughs> you know what i mean especially these trucker dudes you know what i mean oh mm. yeah anybody in general yeah. well, um, most people yeah. don't want confrontation they would just be like what the fuck i mean all I these kinda, characters are pretty shitty though i kind of dig the scavenger hunt nature of it like you know uh, i need a finger oh, and shit and so that's what i see gotta like, get a finger and then uh, they get, they go cut a finger off. <laughs> but I like the fact that like, you know, he's that watcher. He's that kind of voyeuristic fucking killer that he's watching you every move and stuff like that. Did I mean, they wouldn't know that he's keeping that close of an eye on them. So of course you're going to try and like not cut off your own finger, right? You're going to go and cut someone else's finger off and shit like that. But, but I even have that in my notes. So I'm like the saw aspect of this film is, is so prevalent in there making him do things, you know, to, yeah. to kind of get to step B, you know, kind of thing. Right. And, you know, of course they fucking exploit that and fuck it up. And then, you know, and then, you know, but you know, the, the, the and, and thing, even the dice game is where it gets full blown, like saw, <laughs> you know, what's one weird thing about this film that I always thought was kind of interesting is the fact that like, so when the dude gets abducted in this film, it, he, he, it's weird that a guy gets abducted and it's not a girl, right? Yeah, it is a bit weird. And it's also weird that the bathroom has an exit straight to outside. Yeah. And, but then not <laughs> only does that first guy get like the, and of course they set up the, the, the punk guy too. I actually kind of like when he has to walk through dressed as a woman. To go that find actually it. might be one of the better scenes in the movie. It do truckers oh, actually yeah. have parties like that? You know what, dude? Uh, dude, I, I don't I have, know. I'm going to call bullshit on that. You, you know, I, I actually, when I was a kid, I went on a truck trip with like a trucker. 
Was this guy like your dad's friend? What's going on? Is it, weird? Uh, it was, was it, like, a guy. Older- it was a guy that my mom was like potentially gonna date. Was it like some over the top shit? You guys were going to an arm wrestling tournament. Yeah, no, no, like, shit. He, this sounds this sounds sketch as fuck, doesn't it? He literally just was like had a job and asked if we wanted to go with him one time. Like, and I'm your went. new dad now, JP. No, I took Hellraiser on VHS. He had, he had a, he had a uh, VCR in the back and shit, and I just watched Hellraiser and other VHS on this long ass trip. But he's like, I like that pin, dude. He cool. <laughs> was he a cool guy? Yeah, no, he's dead now. He was always oh. a cool guy. I, he ever, even after it, my mom, he always had a big crush on my mom. He would always like, like if he would be around, like he would always pull out like two dollars out of his wallet and like give me two dollars for getting like a B, B or something on a test. Like he was a nice guy. He clearly trying to like get in with the son so that he maybe had a better shot with the mom. But he was really nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> so did you see any did you see any tranny trucker parties uh-huh shouldn't use that term that was a bad term <laughs> but again like that whole part is 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 so bizarre too like you know of course like he's just fucking with him right there and you know some shit's gonna happen too but he ends up abducting him too so he he eventually ends up in this whole saw situation with these two guys playing fucking death dice and i'm like okay it's just so weird that the two girls are the ones out on the outside and these two guys are the ones that are being abducted you just don't see that in film very often right yeah. it's just very it's just awkward the way they did it and stuff but um i will say like the the one sister's death is pretty nasty in this too i think that's a pretty cool scene um there's some actually some oh, pretty yeah. good and like all these films have a pretty nasty actually all three of them have rusty nail driving through some type of vehicle and exploding <laughs> and shit in all three films like the ice truck in the first one the car in this one and then the uh, the, the cop fu- car in the third one it, you know what's weird too is like the this one uh brings up like the truck drivers like do math and shit you know what i mean and yeah. then they kind of just roll with the meth like actually actually 100 percent, it is true though man because it no keeps no they, it keeps well, you going. now yeah, yeah, nowadays sure up, it's man. like adderall well, these guys gotta drive the, like 18 hours you know all the time yeah but they, now they you can't do up. any of that you no. can't do that they, they, they're really strict on like your um you know your check-in stations and stuff like that you can't just you can't just drive yeah. for like because the idea right is like the faster you get it you get paid for the job so yeah. the fact if you can just stay awake and drive yeah. forever then you can get home yeah. faster and you still make the same amount of money exactly why but, why why lay it out to 18 hours when you can be done in 12. you know it's like yeah well and and the thing is is like th- that's dangerous though and these guys would be uh, literally guys would be up for like two days straight driving yeah. you know yeah. what i mean to try to get done as fast as possible and that's when accidents happen so now they have heavy heavy regulations on this there stuff. is those type of truck stops like of course this film is is done around like the ashcroft kind of that whole that area there is those truck stops like that i don't think they get as like crazy like that on the party scene but uh but those things do exist though like where there's like a million truckers in the spot and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. these roads are just fuck, man. If you're traveling anywhere, it's just nonstop rigs. It's nonstop. So makes a little yeah. bit of sense. But yeah. So this one right here is like, they obviously up the ante um, gore wise and a little bit on the kill wise. I mean, the first film had three kills. This one only technically has four, but all of them are pretty, you know, they're pretty extravagant. They're a little bit obviously gory. They're all on screen too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they tried to create a little bit more of a body count in this one, up the gore, up the ante and stuff. It's entertaining. I think it's actually quite entertaining, to be honest. Um it's I not really too. it's not really the greatest film in the world, but but then again, you know, we're dealing with kind of the same premise, but 
I, I like I said, it I, when the moment that the first scene happens where the prostitute gets in in the truck and it doesn't feel like rusty now, I'm like, okay, at least we're getting it out of the way right now that this is nothing like the first yeah. film. And then yeah, I was like, able to enjoy it a little bit more. And like I said, though, I just chalk it up as like this is seven years later. He's been he's made a habit of doing this, and this is where he's at right now. And it's showing us that this is what rusty nails been doing for like the last seven years. He's been decapitating hookers. <laughs> You know, right. it's like, you know, so you just accept it. And then you get introduced to all these kind of very stereotypical type characters. And it's, it's so fuck. You know what? One thing about the movie that really annoys me is when the, the sister it looks and the, like ass, the internet boyfriend, they're, they, they refer to shit. each other. They revert to each other as their fucking, their like Facebook names and shit or they're like their, their usernames i'm like oh that's so fucking lame you know me i hate that technology shit man but, but like when you're referring to each other as your, as your uh your usernames i'm like no that's not cool man um it, it, for me i don't know like this movie like i i first started watching it on neil's plex is it is and it, it looked uh, like ass and then i noticed it was on dave's plex did you put it on just recently yeah because I MB, swear dude. when I first looked, it wasn't Joyride 2. Dude, that's fucking right. I keep forgetting about MB. That's right. I watched my DVD. I might have these. I might actually have these movies. I don't know. I didn't want to look. I, I have the one and three on disc, but it looks I don't like have a two. two. It, it, to me, it looked like a 2008 DVD. Like it looked like, you know, if it was um, a Blu ray, it probably would have just looked a lot clearer, but it just looked like it was 720 fucking. It, it seems like very oversaturated to me. I don't know. Well, it maybe it's cheap. different than the digital, but I was watching it from the disc. So it wasn't like the overly the worst thing, but I expected it to be a lot lesser quality because I'd watched Joyride on Netflix because I only have the DVD. So I wanted to watch the uh, the high def version, which looked pretty good. You know, it looked fine for what it is. I find a lot of those movies from that era kind of look similar. You know, they're hit and miss. But I would like to see what this one looked on Blu-ray because I think it might just be the transfer on the, on the DVD. But it wasn't no. blu-ray like just coming out in 08 it was it out for, it'd been out for a couple of years it got i think it had just won the battle over hd dvd around seven yeah. <laughs> hd dvd bro but then joyride three on disc because i don't have the blu-ray i know you i saw you had the blu-ray the dvd looked fine like it didn't look as muddy as as the second one but i imagine the blu-ray probably looked like did you watch the blu-ray yeah who me yeah of part three yeah yeah i watched it okay yeah, so the DVD yeah, no, one, it I, looks good. I thought it looked fine. The DVD looked fine, so a lot better in part two. But yeah, a dollar eighty-eight at Big Lots, bro. I know, that was, that's crazy. <laughs> I know. I was actually going to buy the third one on Blu-ray one time, and I was like, wait a minute, they only have the first and third one on Blu-rays. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't fucking do this. Yeah, you know, it's just that it's that compulsiveness <sighs> it is of annoying. collecting. Well, I have the first one on DVD, so well, I have all three on DVD, and that's why I never bought the first one on Blu-ray because. The, the second one was never on it and i'm you know how you know how we're, our weird minds work and shit yeah so yeah i'm just actually quite surprised that they never made a fourth one because we talked about how good joyride 3 roadkill did in uh on the media market like it made you know well the, some, this one did made like four million dollars in like the first like couple months of it being on dvd yeah so people liked the and they the, you know they were probably walmart specials and fucking they everyone bought them and stuff but i'm really surprised that but maybe they're maybe they're gonna make a fourth joyride they're about that time you know um six, no, nine you know what later. they'll do now is they'll just reboot remake it. it yeah yeah they'll call it the joyride no they'll they'll make a prequel and it'll just be it'll be rusty nails uh history now nah, what it's 22 years ago yep damn you could see them just doing a rusty nail movie 
Why not? They'll just make a remake and just yeah. a reboot. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Sometimes I just happens. like sequels. Like at least these ones are called Joyride 2, Joyride but, 3. But this time the killer will just go after people in electrical cars. He'll be you a know, truck it, driver and he's like, you're trying to kill my job. You know what's, <laughs> you know what's going to happen if they remake this one? The fourth one's going to be called The Joyride. I already wow. said that. I think Dave yeah. just said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's exactly what they would do, though, because, you know, the, 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 just not being clever and shit. Sorry. I, I still listening. want to see Boy Ride, the porno <laughs> version. You, you want to see Boy Ride? Yeah. Boy Ride. Uh, <sighs> um, yeah, so. Guys, got anything on Joyride 2, Dead Ahead? No. Um, I think I said everything. What did you say? I said I like the, the saw, the saw thing. I said the Goldilocks thing that I liked. I said the, the I like car. the new Goldilocks too. It makes sense. I said the car was cool, and that uh, you know, there's a fucking exit to the bathroom straight outside. I said things. Oh yeah, I like the um, at the diner when you can hear the song "Candy Cane" playing. I noticed that when I was watching the movie too. Yeah, you know what? One thing. I- so I had to look this up because I, I, I wasn't sure when I was watching the film and it actually says it in the trivia too. And I was completely right. I have it in my note in my notes. So so he's driving the same truck as he was in the first film, like the, the Peter Bell 359. Peter Bell. So at the end of the film, which you notice when when uh, you know you see the truck and stuff going over the, the edge and shit, fucking it's a different fucking truck. It's not even a Peterbilt. It's like a, it's like a totally different. It's like a three seven nine. I don't even think it says Peterbilt even on the front and stuff. So it's just like a totally different truck. I'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me. That's stupid. Just little things you notice. I guess they thought we were stupid and weren't gonna notice it was a different vehicle. I did. I didn't. <laughs> I, did. I think it's also because I, I see so much rigs and like I don't know. You just I kind of like them, man. I've always been into like rigs and shit for some reason. But you can I just can tell right away it was a different fucking vehicle. But that one dude who pulls up when she's like out in their underwear, that dude's a fucking dickhead. Oh, that dude's so weird. I forgot about that guy. He's like, You're crazy. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of a sleazy scene where he like kind of sets her up just to have this like little strip tease. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's such a weird scene. Yeah. But I do like when the you know the, the truck going over the cliff, that whole thing was actually shot pretty well. I know exactly. Mm-hmm. That was that was on an Ashcroft for sure over those cliffs right there. How the fuck Rusty Nail survive all this shit? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it doesn't make sense in the first one either. Like, at all. This one makes even less... Well, the third one completely doesn't make sense. Rusty Nail's just a ghost. Because there's no fucking way that he could have ever got... Like, he literally was in there and then he wasn't. <laughs> And he's a big fucking <laughs> he just, dude, but he's a big dude. Like how, how the fuck could huge. you ever sneak out of that? There's no way you yeah. could ever get out of that. Right. It would be impossible. There's no fucking way. So yeah, I mean, this one doesn't makes pretty much no sense either. Hmm. Like, come on. Doesn't make any, they're almost creating like the supernatural element to him. Like this guy cannot be killed. He's uh, not free. He's not actually rusty. Is he? Yeah. Um, How much rust could a rud chest rud? I can't do it. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a thing with these guys. Fuzzy wuzzy was a bear. Fuzzy wuzzy had no hair. You could do that with rusty nail. Could. Rusty nail. Rusty wusty. Never mind. I'm done. I'm half asleep right now. <laughs> I'm on I, drugs. I, I just I do I do uh, find ways. it though. Like they do take like you know like how rusty nail keeps saying like what's your favorite game and shit. I kept thinking fucking Ghostface. 
like they take that scream element too right they take that whole mm-hmm. screen like what's your favorite it's game? definitely a rip off of jigsaw jigsaw and yeah. there's like scream elements in there and there's there's jigsaw elements of the game oh, and what was that one thing 13 or whatever where you have to do a bunch of shit to survive i mean it's, it's a very typical thing in this time frame it's like i need you to bring me a finger or you're gonna get killed or you kill this old lady and you'll get the it, it was a weird thing in like this 2000s where they always that was, uh, call you and make you do shit for them you know you know what i do like that the finger all thing, inspired by die hard with a vengeance you're right you're right. <laughs> the original jigsaw right there, bro. Oh, <laughs> original yeah. jigsaw. Because <laughs> uh. really, he's just setting them up because no one's actually going to cut off their finger. They're going to go and do some other shit, right? Come on. Oh, that was so dumb that she went and got like a dead finger. Bitch, throw that in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know. How, how long does a finger take to get less warm? Oh, I'll throw it in there for fucking 35 seconds. You'll be all right. <laughs> I think if you just threw it on the dash, put I mean, some fucking suppo- nail polish on it. They're supposed to be going to, I mean, they're somewhere decently warm, I guess, but just sneak know. in fucking some like comatose fucking hospital and chop off somebody's finger in a coma. They ain't going to use it. Right. 10 of them. But overall, man, I think, I think actually the kills in this, like the, I mean, that's one thing again, like even the first film, everything's practical. Well, the little practical effects we get, this one's all practical. All three films just has nothing but practical kills. So I respect that. And there's actual car stunts, which is again cool. We don't need, we get a lot of CG shit like that now. So, but I respect that from low budget Who's filmmaking to do stuff like that. So, you. Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care for this. I think it's a crappier version. I do like the, the, the one scene where he walks. I mean, I'm torn. So I, gave it, I gave it a three out of five on Letterboxd, but I'm not there. I think the third one's better. Mm. I'm going to torn out of five and a half from a five. I'll just give it a five and a half because. But then I gave that I spin on your grave remake a five and a half, and I think that's better. I probably would give that a six now. I'll give this five and a half. <laughs> Dave talking through his thought process. Wow, that was just that was a lot of thought process for. He's you know, <laughs> like, I can't break my brain like that. Like, like why did you just thought of that one out of all movies? <laughs> well, I was thinking I gave that kind of a low rating. I think I like it better than this. I think it's a better movie. I think sure. these. I think it's just a fun ass popcorn flick, man. That like has these characters that I really want to die for the most part because they're all pretty stupid and shitty. And, you know, I mean, they meant good in the start, but the then, acting shitty too, for the most yeah, part. Yeah. I mean, I will say um, it's a shoddy. Yeah. I think the, I think the best chick was probably the sister that got fucking killed in that brutal car explosion, which is fantastic by the way. Like when he hits that car, man, that thing explodes. It's fucking gnarly. It was pretty cool. It's fucking good, man. It's like, damn, it's powerful. And like I said, all three films has a scene like that, which is kind of like the calling card of joy. I mean, you have to have a rig going through something, right? Um, but I actually kind of like, I don't think it's a good movie by any means. I'm very entertained by this. <laughs> I, I had I had a blast rewatching this, man. Six and a half out of ten for myself. I, at least, they, you know, they changed up the character and they made it a little bit blood and gore. I respect that. You know, practical effects, slow budget. It's okay for what it is, man. Just like the locations a little bit more than anything but you know it is what it is buys them um i'm gonna go with a six and a half out of ten i enjoyed it yeah and i think that the the punk dude that gets the rebar through the head that was pretty fucking sweet because he's a piece of shit got what he deserved all right anyways that was joyride 2 dead ahead from 2008 All right, so getting into the third and final film here on episode 239, the Joyride Trilogy. We're going to get into some 2014 action with Joyride 3, Roadkill. 
All right. Directed by Declan O'Brien. The fuck did this guy do? Oh, he actually died. He actually died in 2022 also. So Hmm. rest in peace to Declan. What a weird name. Declan. Is it Declan? Oh, it is Declan. Sounds like it should be Declan. That's how you spell Declan. No, that's weird. I think that's RIP to a guy. We can't even say your name. I think I swear (laughs) that's different. Oh, maybe it is. I'm thinking. Oh my God. He did like fucking wrong turn movies. (laughs) Which one? All right. So three, four and five. (laughs) Are any of those decent? Uh, no, he did uh, four and five. Uh, four is actually pretty fun. I, I like four. Oh, no, he did three, four, and five. Yeah. Yeah. Three was uh, three is the worst one. It's the one three that's is fucking awful. Dude. Full of awful CG and like everything is so it's really, really bad. Part four. I didn't mind the setting because it was the snow one, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a prequel. I, I like part four. It's and then cheap, I think I've but seen it's that fun. One. I think I'm one of the only people that actually likes wrong turn five i remember when it came out and i was like ah, i don't mind and everyone's like this is the worst movie ever and i'm like eh. and it's actually okay. it has I a like truck stop doesn't well. it take isn't there like truck stop and stuff in that one too like there's a big scene in like a truck stop or um another in a town something like it's that set yeah, on like, halloween yes. i don't even really like part one i love part one. i actually like part two is my favorite one i like two i think two is way better than part one but that's just it, it's like goofier but i i like part two i yeah, give part, one another chance though yeah, I would too. I would too, actually. Part I mean, one's like a, a we've we've talked movie. about doing the wrong turn films before on the show. We just never done them because like oh, ever yeah, since the remake. Because I think when the remake came out, we were like, well, we should probably do it now because I don't know. Maybe they won't make another one. I don't know. So yeah. there's what seven? Yeah, seven. there's seven with the new with the remake. Ooh. So yeah, do that in two sittings. And <laughs> no, I, 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 I was one of the people that didn't mind part six. I know a lot of people hated part six too. I like parts. I actually like. All of them, but three in the remake. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of the remake either. But yeah, part three is by far the worst one. It's terrible. It's, okay, it's so, actually bad. Yeah, it's actually re- like the the CG is some of that. It, it almost seems like it's 1997 CG. It's so bad, right? Dude, like I it, picture the scene where they're driving in the bus and everything is like green screen outside of the fucking yeah. Windows. They don't it's do that so shit, do bad. they? Isn't there a scene in the film where a guy yeah, gets dude, split like, half and it's literally like this green? It's like t- it's so fake. You're just like, what oh, the fuck? yeah, the, the uh, dude, like barbed wire death. Yeah, man. Oh, oh God, it's so bro. bad. It's so that's a whole painter. I couldn't imagine that not making it <laughs> called Maniac Farmer, where like literally they're driving in a car and like they CG the back, like green screen the back, and it was so obvious they weren't moving. It was like the worst. Oh, scene I've d- ever dude, seen. it's really bad in, in wrong. I think they double For, green screened it actually. Fucking... I think that they green screened the people in the front seat. And the pre- people in the back seat weren't there, so they green screened them, and then they green screened the background. It was so fucking bad looking, dude. Mm-hmm. For a 20th century Fox film, like I expect, or yeah, 20th century Fox. Even if it's direct to video, like the shit they do in Wrong Turn Three is fuck. I remember. Oh, in Part Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. It is so bad. I remember my pap uh, was a big <laughs> fan of the first two, and he bought wrong turn three for like twenty dollars on dvd at walmart like when it first came out and he was so mad bro he was like what is this shit dude he should have taken it back that's a straight hop that's a straight motherfucking hop right there man <laughs> dude hundred percent dude hundred percent but then again when we do these big franchises it seems like there's always a hollow painter in there <laughs> yeah so. all right synopsis a group of hothead street racers on their way to their road rally 1000 to the road rally 1000 period okay as they drive Cheer through a up. desolate shortcuts Cheer on the way up. to the race 
a man starts tracking, teasing, and torturing them until the end of the road. Well, he is he, he is provoked because these guys have fucking egos and they yes. ego child him. So basically, what we have is we have a uh, like a rally car racing team that is on their way to their big row rally and uh they got to drive there they've got two separate vehicles basically they've got a kind of an suv driving or pulling a trailer with this car uh they decide to kind of take the car out for and of course this guy's all pissed off because i guess he crashed and and he was trying to like prove that he's a better driver than what happened in the past blah 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 and stuff so he's on the road and he cuts off rusty nail bad idea and then they get into confrontation people fucking die in horrific ways um, this one starts out so damn funny Lazy. to me because it, this one starts out so funny to me because like in the, I never really thought about it until this movie started, but we didn't have any titties or anything. Like there was really no sleaziness in the first two films at all. And then this one opens up with a crackhead fucking riding some dude. And we got titties uh, hanging meth. out. Yeah. Meth heads, whatever crack is. It was all the same shit. It's not the same. Whatever. They're fucking drug addicts. <laughs> Who cares, man? Listen, I know my drugs, motherfucker. So it's just like, it's a typical thing. She's riding him. And then she's like, stop, stop. I need another, I need another bump. I need another bump. And of course he doesn't have any on him. So they get this bright idea where they're just going to like radio up a, a truck driver <laughs> to come to their hotel room. So they ass. can <laughs> rob him. It's so fucking I mean, that, people think like that when they're high. Oh, I know. Dude, I, bro. Like, it's so funny that that's like the first thing that comes to mind. We're just going to roll somebody. But you think someone's just going to rent like the, the idea of, you know, I guess I guess it kind of makes sense with the meth and the whole truck to everything, too, of the times. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe that was still a thing back in oh, yeah. 2014. But they're like, yeah, he might have some meth because that's what they do. They do it to stay up and shit like that. So I guess in the in the end, the idea wasn't the it, worst yeah. thing in the world. But, so, but it doesn't dude, turn out too well oh for them. My God, bro. The, the, like I literally the, that scene is so stupid to me. It made me it. it brought this movie down like instantly for me what, the kill or the actual the, them trying to rob him so no the 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 end of the kill like where they survived the mile whether he was going to kill him or not the the chick dude oh my god bro yeah like but she's, it literally bro but i don't care she couldn't hang dude on. i don't give a fuck i know tons of, of of drug addicts and nobody would do that that is the dumbest shit i've ever seen even if you're i don't think they had a choice bro i don't think they had a choice no, no, no. Where she goes to grab the meth after they survived the mile. And it's like, dude, just wait a minute. <laughs> like, just wait a minute, bro. Like, it, it is so unrealistic that somebody would be that, that want the meth that bad. It just doesn't make sense. It, it was horrible. I don't know. I, I mean, think that I, I think mean, the drug addicts make after poor the decisions. second one. How can you ever nitpick anything? Like, I just because think that if you're fine with the second so, one, you should be fine with this one. It's just as fucking stupid. If not, it's less stupid than the second one. Whatever. Who it, cares, no, man? The this end one's result, more stupid. The end result. Oh, man, I love it. Kills are better, though. I love this movie, man. It's so fucking gory. I had the funniest moment last night. So the wife came downstairs just as the bridge kill happened. And I started laughing so hard. I was like, you got to check this out. And I had to rewind it and rewatch it. It was just so fucking, it's just so ridiculously gory. I, I'd love the kills in here because the kills are all incorporated with like something a trucker would use. <laughs> yeah, so it's, right. it's fucking really dumb. Like he's like using trucker tools and shit. So this it's, one I think is better. I think it's, it's actually like, more it's of a like, slasher. I kills, think this warrior kills. for me. Personally. I think it's a better movie. Oh, this movie's oh. so much damn fun. Like, honestly, man. I think it's like, terrible. It, it, it's like when you watch, when you watch, um, you know, like Saw films and stuff, like you're there for the kills and shit. Like at this point, we've established we're going to get some kills. And then they up the ante, the ante again on this film. We went from, what, four kills to six or seven in this one. I'm not sure. But they're all like 
brutally gory and, and nasty and shit. Well, like, he uses yeah, like it, trucker make, implements, which is what I like. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first kill, he kills two people in the same thing. And like the, the end carnage on that was amazing. And like the bridge kills fucking fantastic. And like there's just so much good ones. But when he hits that cop car, like fuck, that's another really good practical yeah. explosion. Yeah. That's a good like really just comes out of nowhere too. It's kinda of, it's it's I think it was well done. But again, when you've established that he's basically a fucking uh you know, a, a slasher killer at this point, this is what you expect. I think this movie's fun as hell, man. I, I, like I said, um, I, like, I do think it's absolutely hilarious that he gets in better and better shape as the series goes on. It's like fat guy, less fat so, guy. That is just like this big rip bust up, man. Okay, so in Joyride Three, yeah, um, wrestling rest played by Ken Jim, dude, and cursing. <laughs> Kersinger, who we mentioned, who was actually in the second one as a small role. He plays Rusty Nail in this one. And like they totally do it a little bit different. I think it's also because it is the third film. His he's not as mysterious as he was in the first one. They show us he's he, he's, stealing work from he just goes here's this guy's MO. He's just like, I'm gonna pop up in one of these big franchises and then steal the lead role of the killer for the next yeah. movie. <laughs> Yeah, and then in the second one, they show his face a little bit more. He's not; he's a little bit less mysterious. And by this one, it's like you see his face in the first shot in the movie. It's like, okay, well, we're not fucking around here. Good, it's like good thing he wasn't in the new Hellraiser. He'd be fucking pinhead next movie. Yeah. So, but this isn't the point. <laughs> like, it, 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 get that this isn't done give to be a suspenseful, you know, kind of film noir. He's actually in film. Wrong Turn Two as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then this one, you just like it just sets it read right up. You know, he's there's no fucks given with. uh the identity and stuff and yeah there's no shadows he's just walking in broad daylight hitchhiking and yeah it's the it's the rusty nail show at this but i like how they try to justify it again though it's like this this douchebag fucking car racer cuts him off and shit but i I love how all the all three films it's like someone else initiated this carnage you know kind of thing so justification whatever um i like it I like how the chick's name is Candy. He's like, I used to know a candy cane yeah. once. <laughs> Big shout out to the first one. I like those type of things, man. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this one is, I think it's actually really fun, man. This one makes me laugh because it just gets so over the top. But this is like, I think you kind of expect it to, though, right? Don't you? Like, what, yeah, what, I think you, I readjusted yeah, after point. part two because I kind of just expected dumb shit. So I was fine with this one. Part yeah. two, I was like, what is this cheap shit? I mean, I figured it was cheap, but I didn't expect it that cheap. Yeah, this one actually looks, and it shot a lot better, too, than the second one. It well, just, it's, it's better cameras because of the time. You had more technology, yeah. and 2008 was a rough year for cheap movies. Right. Mm-hmm. They all look like shit, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and this is where they do Honestly, they pulled off quite a bit for a $2 million budget, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, they did a pretty like good that, job. That's a, that's a low budget back then. I mean, if I mean? you're going to incorporate the, you know, the highway being called Slaughter Alley and stuff, like, you better have... A result like this so it kind of fit the means of you know this has been going on a long time a lot of people are going missing on these roads and blah 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 and then you get all these nasty deaths it's they pretty also fucking watched sweet. a couple rob zombie movies before this one probably yeah <laughs> like the Remember kills are all rejects? but you're right though all the kills have to do with the truck or something associated with the truck like when that when he when or he the fucking trucker, yeah dude that guy's hands and then his face man i'm just like bro <laughs> I liked it. It was like a gutter balls kill. It's so ball gory, man. It's so gory. You're just like, who did oh the effects God. on this one? I'm curious who did the special effects on this one. I don't know, man, but they went over the top, which is a good thing too, because I mean, none of these kills were going to be non-bloody. So I don't know. Not many off-screen kills either in this one, if I remember. None of them. All the kills. Yeah, in I like this one. Yeah, this one better is, than part two for sure. Th- this one's fun as hell, man. Um, 
you know, and and like I said, you know, it's obviously a bigger body count. You got more potential deaths in this one. And uh, again, you know, when it comes down to the ending of the film, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I do like where he ends up in that, like, kind of, you know, the junkyard, that compactor and shit like that. It's all pretty cool. And he's back to his Peter belt, which is kind of cool. The funny thing about uh, trivia wise, in the UK, the first uh, Joyride was retitled to Roadkill. Mm-hmm. And so this one would be Roadkill 3, Roadkill. <laughs> roadkill makes sense after that first kill, though. Come on. That's like straight Roadkill. Uh, yeah. You guys There's a lot of special effects. About this one? No, I was trying there's to a lot of special effects artists listed so it's tough yeah i was wondering that's what i was trying to figure out like who actually did it because the effects are they're pretty good man pretty pretty good yeah very you know i mean they're all different bloody as shit you, you know what's funny is the first one they open up with some nudity and then this one they're just like like the first one's all classy there's no like no nudity it's like nothing real sexual and then like part two they're like a little bit and then part three is like we're just having these two drug addicts fuck i know that's what i said man the movie yeah and then she stays naked like the entire fucking time too like during the conversation yeah like they know exactly what normally they they would like you know she'd throw a shirt on or something in, in a movie so yeah they uh this one's definitely more gratuitous and exploitive and stuff which is fun for a slasher you know i mean it's especially, a direct video sequel. especially by this point right and, and that is a, a fair point too like a, a third film in a direct-to-video franchise at this point like it could have been way fucking worse yeah but you know at least they did it properly where you go on you kind of want to one up you know like when you make a sequel you want to make make it a little bit maybe bloodier and gorier and stuff like that given that's the, the slasher game right you right? always want to go and, one up your previous film and what they did in this one i mean part two was was <laughs> was one up from part one in that aspect and then part three was just outdid them all you know if we get a fourth one maybe we'll get like a fucking 12 body count with crazy Moves, effects, but i, I but that's hate one. this shit on your dream but we ain't getting a fourth joyride bro there's not it's over it's, <laughs> it's over joy dog. That shit i know you're sad. hanging on to this joyride four thing but it ain't happening dog come on dude <laughs> after this gore fest man i'm like bro man this is the one i, I it's almost been in. 10 years dog they're they're done joyride four four door whore there it goes <laughs> there you go Joyride four more gore, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like I just like the like the it's a fun trilogy because like we got you know actual practical effects and throughout this whole thing it, it kind of has the same balance through the whole thing and I respect that a lot. I mean, it could have been a lot worse, especially in two thousand eight. Definitely could have been. So we could do Joyride four Rusty's world tour. He goes cross country. <laughs> Rusty's uh, revenge. Spree. He he leaves Rusty's the slaughter <laughs> alley. He go he leaves slaughter alley and goes up to the highway of tears up in Canada. Yeah, he goes all across country. He goes everywhere. Yeah, he ends up in California, Alaska, bro. He's gonna be at one of those ice, ice road trucker. truckers, bro. Oh. <laughs> those ice road truck drivers, dude. Yeah, yeah. Where's this actually crossover taking place? Like in the beginning of the film, what state is it in? Wyoming. Dude, the guy at the uh, the diner or whatever, the one that's telling him not to go on this road, <laughs> and then he starts going off about like fucking government and aliens or some shit. No. He definitely didn't get a COVID vaccine, <laughs> right? Like that guy, that guy, 
<laughs> I mean, my brother didn't even get one. That guy definitely didn't get one. Uh, yeah, I don't know where. I'm not sure where they're they're at first. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, where'd they film at? I'm just thinking if uh, it was like country around, of origin, Canada, and filming locations, Winnipeg. Manitoba. No, 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 no. I know where the, I know that the, that they filmed in, in Winnipeg because you hence the the prairies is all flat and shit. It's a Canadian production, but I'm wondering where they oh, set where, it. I where think, it takes place. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be in like Wyoming, like in those areas, which makes, you know, it's close to where I live. So it's not very far from here. So I'm just wondering just about the whole highway to here thing. It's actually wouldn't be that far off to, to actually get there. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's something like that. I can't quite remember, but but uh yeah, this movie actually has a pretty decent pace to it too, man. It kind of gets going and then just never really stops. It's kind of relentless, actually. Which I like. This one is just popcorn goodness, man. I definitely like this one the most. Yeah, and this one's the most entertaining. I don't think there's I mean, much to say about it, though. No, it's just really I mean, there's, kills. There's fun it, kills. I like that it leaves it open. It's so dumb. He's at the end. He's hitchhiking. He looks almost like so bizarre. <laughs> he's, he's like a fucking call. You know what Looking makes like me laugh? Like a goddamn Unabomber or something. You know what makes me laugh about that scene? I mean, obviously, we talked about the, the end. Where, like, there's no way he was getting out of that fucking that compactor. But anyways, when he gets picked up when he's hitchhiking and shit, and the guy's like, hey, you need a ride, buddy? You can just tell that that dude was some Canadian, probably trucker for real in winnipeg and he said you need a ride buddy and i'm like oh they just gave it away totally canadian <laughs> fucking hilarious man Ugh. rusty lives on it does live on man but that's that's kind of the cool thing man about this trilogy is that like you know it, it, they don't they don't go out of their way to be ridiculous with like you know he he's supernatural and all these i'm not gonna say what that's from no that's for part six but like yeah. he seems to manage to fucking escape unscathed every in like some pretty horrific uh yeah. well he actually has which would be death scene. you just don't see it yeah <laughs> he's teleports Blip. yeah so rusty nail is uh he's kind of immortal in a sense you know what would have been a good review for part two rusty nail more like rusty fail <laughs> shut up all right it's fun whatever it's not great but it's it's entertaining man I've had enough of fucking Joyride for the rest of my life. So, oh man, I, I actually remember. Joyride. I actually remember watching when this came out in 4K. I think I even talked about it with you. Came out in 4K. <laughs> well, no, 14 in 2014, oh. and being like, "Oh I like, man," I was like, "By this is my this is the most entertaining one. This is the one I could go back to the most for sure, man." It's just ridiculous. But oh, watching it more again, than the I was first like, one. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! I'll probably never watch two or three again. I'll watch one again. I'll watch. I'll, I'm going to watch part three again tonight. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to make a big ass bowl of popcorn and just and keep rewinding that fucking uh, that bridge scene, man. <laughs> Dude, that death is so good. Like the amount of blood that comes out of that's some Asian spray, man. It's amazing. Yeah, you did talk about this on the show before. Yeah, man. It was gory, man. It just, it just shocked me because like, you know, you expect them to kind of up up the ante a little bit, but like not like that, though. I'm like, damn. They went for it all, all I, I on screen. You got the weirdest thing is, they make Dude, like, these, it? like every seven, six, seven years. It's fucking weird. I know it. It's like the most spread out three film trilogy. Was this I've ever your seen. pick of the week? <laughs> was it? I don't know because I don't see it listed unless it was in your quick cut. It was probably in your quick cuts. I, I did. I, I know. I talked about this, man. I had to have because I was so excited. I, I was like, "Damn, man, that's quite the uh, elevation of um, gore effects." 
was like shit the good old days when we did pick of the week yeah <laughs> man we changed the format of the show so often over I the know, years man bro. it's like i know we had pick of the week then we had our own segments italian stallion the we one thing do i don't miss watched. dude yeah that's the one I, I that was the one thing i didn't really care for because we used to like what we watched and then we then we reviewed like a whole franchise we're like oh my god there's a lot of movies yeah dude too many this format's nice intro reviews get the fuck out of here you know so nice speaking of which which yeah i mean um the joy uh ratings is that what we're on yep you're first all right yeah so this movie right here is it's probably the most enjoyable one for myself i I think the first film is by far superiorly made and it's just superior in 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 all that aspect suspense and stuff like that but like as a fun ass film this one right here man the replay value is like through the roof for myself um i'm coming in at about an eight on this one I, i really enjoy this movie man i think it's fun as hell another third part that i really like there's something well we just talk shit about wrong wrong, wrong wrong turn turn three three. but there's a lot of part threes that i love in either franchises or trilogies just you know in part three it's crazy a lot of you gave it an eight originally on episode 23 you gave it a 6.5 hey rating systems change and like i said ratings are for dummies so you came up in what almost 10 years <laughs> i was i was having a blast with this last night because i watched all three movies back to why well, i watched joyride ate dinner and then i watched two and three back to back last I watched night two and three and i was night. just like having a i was like oh, i couldn't like it'd been i hadn't watched it since 14 right so it'd been nine years so i you know wasn't overly remembering all the kills and stuff and i was like holy fuck, this thing is just making me laugh dude i was having a blast with it man it's got um, more fun i actually like the second one more than this what? minority on that um yeah i i just didn't give a fuck about this race car thing i mean the kills were cool um but i just kind of liked the whole like go here and fucking cut a finger off and you know dress up in a wig i, I kind of like that a little bit more than than this one but uh i'm still not far apart. i think they're about equal i give this one a six out of ten All right, so looks like I'm up. Uh, yeah, this one I think is better than two, but uh, I give it a six out of ten. You know, I like it. Would watch this one. I probably would watch this one again, honestly. You know, I the second one just bored me. Like it just, I think I was just shocked at its shoddiness compared to the first one. Well, this one I was like, I felt like it was a little better, looked a little better, and it was just more fun. I don't think it was jarring to me. I think that's why I like it a little bit more because I've seen it a couple times. I knew I knew that the the quality. I meant was, two was jarring, not three. Like, yeah, no, the that's quality what I'm dip in one to two was pretty bad. Yeah, from from one to two is yeah that dip is huge, man. I, I think I'm just I've used to it. I've seen it a couple times, so I'm just like whatever. I've expected but, the, I expected the dip just because I knew that they were essentially direct to video films and didn't I did, I did too, but I didn't expect like the complete like it it is like, interesting disrespect how, towards the character almost. This one this one right here being the third one being so much it has it's you know lower budget than the second one i believe and this one's just it seems like such a bigger film such a what more better made film everything about this one just seems better than part two which is interesting because i think the the second one they got the voice closer than this one i agree they just gave up on the voice about this one it's just actually ken kurtzker be like hey shut up (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's actually something i wanted to mention too he's actually probably my least favorite of the uh 
of the rusty, rusty nails, Mine rusty too. nails oh, yeah. for sure. But it's you know at this point it's just I'm I'm, I'm just here for the next kill. Well, right? he can I mean, do the physical stuff too, and he he just he, yeah, he's, he's out in the shadows. And he almost looks like a cartoon character. I don't know what is going. On. <laughs> he looks so out of place sometimes. Wait, wasn't there Pee Wee's Big Adventure reference in this one? Yeah, the Marge thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I have that written down in my notes and I'm like, I do not want to be friends. I wouldn't be friends with any of these people if they didn't know who or know what uh, uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure was. I've never even seen it and I know what that is. Oh, for fuck's sake, Chief. I don't like Pee-wee. I, I don't up. understand the appeal of Pee-wee. You're, I really don't. You, I just, just like pro- Pee-wee as a kid. I don't remember it anymore. You're actually just proving how dumb you are. Because no, I'm Pee-wee's, proving how I, fucking I just dumb rewatched Pee Wee's Big Big Adventure just like a couple months back again. I love that movie; it's fucking amazing. So is you didn't even get Burton? the whole large Marge thing. No, I know that scene. Yes, it is. Burton. I'm the one that referenced it. What do you mean? <laughs> no, no, no. But like, well, I'm saying you actually have never seen. The scene. I've seen that scene. Oh, okay. But anyways, yeah, these kids are like, oh, they're so uncultured. They don't know what Pee Wee's Big Adventure is. Come on, it's fucking Pee Wee, bro. It's not like they didn't know who Shakespeare was, Moods. Oh, fuck Shakespeare. I hate Shakespeare. <laughs> it's fucking Pee Wee. It's fucking Pee Wee. I would dog. take Pee Wee over Shakespeare any day of the week, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll take I'll take Paul Rubens. Honestly, the worst class low. I've ever had to sit through when I was doing my English major was fucking... St- I hate... I find Shakespeare so boring, man. It's the most yeah, boring... Where's the Pee Wee class? And Juliet. I oh. want the Pee Wee Herman class. Boring to me, man. Everything. Romeo and Juliet's. No, 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 no. I sit. Moon yeah, takes no. Romeo and Juliet. He just said it. Tromeo and Juliet. I would watch any day of the week. That's just funny <laughs> as hell. It's good. I but like yeah, Tromeo no actual Shakespeare stuff, man. I can't stand like Romeo and Juliet, man. Ugh. Uh, me neither. I don't I'm like just Shakespeare. Not, Anytime I'm we never, had to do Shakespeare shit in school, I fucking. It, I was like, let's do Edgar Allan Poe again, man. Yeah, this, but, this but the thing sucks. about Shakespeare is like every ninety percent of stories are based on Shakespeare, so you need to, like to know the fucking stories so you can be like, nah, oh, that's a reference to this and that, and that. And this is kind of interesting how they took that story and made it way better, like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Dude, I fucking hate Shakespeare. I don't care if he created shit. That's all right. Yeah, no, it just like straight up Shakespeare, man, is just like me. Whatever. Does nothing for me. Same. This is the only show you'll hear Joyride 3, Shakespeare, and Pee Wee Herman talked about in the same sentence. It's yeah, I, I think people need to study like Flannery O'Connor more, man. Like she was an amazing like Southern Gothic writer. I think they need to did uh they do um a good man is hard to find. I don't know. Mm. You should know who wrote that story. That's like one of the most popular stories. I don't know what that story even is. We read the diary by Flattery O'Connor. You just referenced that writer and you don't even know the most popular story. No, I don't think that's the most popular story. Oh, yeah, I, got a cu- I got a couple books. I don't remember the titles of half the shit I read, man. Most <laughs> of her shit what I know. Mo- most, mo- well, the thing is, well, she wrote a lot of short oh, stories. Oh, Wise, she- Wise Blood. is one that's famous. Yeah, I'm th- I'm more familiar with the uh, the short story collections that she's, like, sh- all the short stories and shit that she did. I love those things, man. I got a bunch of Flannery stuff, but I don't think I've read the, her Good actual man, it's novels. hard to find. It's a pretty short story. Yeah, I haven't read but, her actual novels. I just, I, I really like the short stories, man. Well, it's a short story. I, I don't know, like, what the books are called. Important Works, A Circle on the Fire, yeah. Catafalque, Wise Blood, The Displaced Person. It's also been a long yeah, time. Yeah, I read that one story. Good Man is Hard to Find is a good story. I remember, like, she died really young, too, didn't she? Like, super young. I read of You know more about her than me. I yeah. only know that one story. I actually, she wrote well, that Mice and Men? The, the, funny, the, the funny thing is, I actually wrote a paper on her, and like, I'm just forgetting, like, all the details of it. It's hilarious. 
But then again, I wrote this like a long time ago, so I can't even fucking remember. Should have wrote a paper on Pee Wee Herman. I should have got an F promptly. She's <laughs> like, you can't turn this paper in. Oh yeah, yeah. She did. I don't even know who this Pee Wee is. Yeah, she died. She was thirty nine when she died. Crazy. She's younger than me. Right. Crazy. Yeah, but she was she was a cool gothic. She writer. was younger than you when you died. Younger than Moons me right last now. Year. Whatever. You know no. what the fuck I mean. Moons died last year. No, I died. <laughs> Moons is dead right now. Yeah. Who's <laughs> been coasting for the last year? <laughs> uh, he's only he's been pickled by alcohol. It's the only thing that's been keeping him moving. Right. Yeah, he, exactly. It's just a hologram. Like Tupac. <laughs> well, that was definitely a change of pace to do the Joyride trilogy. Um, get it out of her system. So that was your be, pick. You don't get to pick again for a long time. No, sh- well, you guys, I, I checked the fucking thing and like 90% of the picks on there is you guys. So, no, nah, I don't pick anything. I didn't pick anything. I never pick nothing. <laughs> okay, I, 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 this makes no sense how all of us can be like, I never pick a show, but then we do a show like every week. So, <laughs> that's somebody's obviously pick. picking no, Here's what happens somebody throws something up and then like we either say okay or we say no and that's how a show goes yeah. <laughs> like if people if, if, if everybody's like i don't care, that sounds okay it just happens i don't think anybody really picks any shows i did add a couple on there um because i noticed I had what, a couple but... dave you wrote what 50 states of horror draft i didn't episode. write that one oh, okay paul nashi i'm assuming that was i you. wrote paul nashi i wrote tubes of the blind dead and i wrote that uh dead men don't rape thing yeah, so I, I added heavy metal horror and the Trich, the, the Trich, the Witchboard trilogy. Yeah, I'll do those. Yeah, heavy metal. I never like, saw Witchboard two or three. And I was thinking, I was like, man, we never did a heavy metal horror. Then that's we could just you know stick in that what like eighties realm. Ones? Can we do uh, Black Roses? Yes, that was one of them, the ones I wanted to do. I mean, Rock and Roll Nightmare would be funny as hell because that has the funniest ending to the mo- of, of the movie. Such ever. a bad ending. Oh such my a bad god! Movie. The fucking devil you can't watch so- that alone. You have the to devil- watch that in the group. Yeah, me and Dylan last time I watched it was we were pissing ourselves laughing. It's so funny. Like Thor is just it's too not old Bub. He keeps calling him Bub. It's fucking so bad. <laughs> fucking Thor, man. Oh my god. So Shock him dead's funny. Rock yeah, Shock blood's awful. Yeah, Shock him dead's actually not bad. Tracy Lord's good in that movie. Terra on tour is a piece of shit. Yeah, that's that nineteen eighty. That's a piece of shit, Tarantor. Yeah. October Blood needs like a it needs a, a decent release. It really does. What about Hard Rock Nightmare? Hard Rock Nightmare, that one's yeah, that one's cool. Oh, uh, Hard Rock Zombies too. Yeah, Hard Rock Zombies. That's probably the one. I, yeah, that one's fun because it, it's got some pretty interesting moments in it. It's such a weird movie. <laughs> it's awful, but there's, there's I keep so watching it. Things, like the Hitler shit and stuff. So oh, stupid. It's so bad, man. It's so stupid. But uh, I have a poster of that I have an original poster in my fucking house of that movie hanging up. Yeah, I mean, even the recent one like Death to Metal would be actually kind of it's it's fun. I actually really enjoyed it from last year. Well, you got Deathgasm too. You got Deathgasm, yeah. You could do multiple you could do like an all eighties one, you could probably do two thousands one. I don't think there's too many in the nineties, but well I guess Shock 'em Dead was from the nineties, right? Yeah, yeah. Shock 'em Dead might have been ninety one. I think it was actually. Or ninety four, it's one of those two. I know I watched it, rewatched it recently for one of those. Yeah, definitely. Fucking uh, all the raising that fucking movie. That's got to be one of his last movies. He looked fucking drunk as shit. <laughs> right. Uh, I know there's like, oh, I guess that's more of a musical too. But um... stage fright. Yeah, there's straight. Phantom of the Paradise, which actually kind of is like a. Uh, I would call that heavy metal. No, I meant it's more of like a 
it's more of like a musical musical yeah straight up i would pair that up with like rocky horror and shock treatment right that actually would be a better show oh we did rocky horror already we could do phantom of paradise shock treatment we already did one musical we need a third one yeah we did cannibal repo and rocky horror we do shock treatment phantom of paradise and stage fright <clears throat> stage fright would be fun all three of those are good stage fright has some of the funniest songs in it man <laughs> Ever watching it being like, oh my god, <laughs> ridiculous. Good shit. Good shit. I got yeah, out of here. There's definitely a couple shows. What time is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Exhausted. So that is gonna conclude episode 239, the Joyride trilogy. Like we said, we'll be back in when we're back. We'll be back when we're back. I'm not even sure what next show we're gonna do. So, but we'll be back sometime. Check you guys later. Deuces. See ya. That's all, folks.